Prices soar in the IPL auction. It is a very Merry Christmas for Pat Cummins. And then only 90 minutes later, Mitch Stark smashes the uh, the record that Patty set. A very good day for the Aussie Quicks. Boxing Day just around the corner. It's looking to be rain-affected. Maybe the biggest talking point is looking a little bit ahead. Who replaces Dave Warner? Bit of big bash. The girl's going okay in India. There's plenty of cricket to talk about. Over to the NFL. Can anyone stop the 49ers? Fantasy finals must be nice if you're in them. <laughs> <laughs> and the playoff picture is starting to take shape. NBA, Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. Jar returns and uh, Steph is going to have to put the Warriors on his back. A little bit of a logjam at the top of the EPL. Asian Cup upcoming uh, for the Socceroos. AFB signs with the Sharks in the NRL. Uh, and will there be an early release for Jerome Luai? Plus a final round. Not a lot of UFC to talk about, but boxing. Kiwi Joseph Parker puts on a clinic versus Deontay Wilder uh, just this morning, our time. This is On The Esky, an Aussie sports podcast. We do like our Aussie sports. We like our US sports. Anything around the world that involves competition. We do have timestamps. You can skip to the ones that you like and consider subscribing on YouTube. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Now, there are three of us today. Big minutes off the bench. He's been doing his research. He has been on the podcast before. He definitely knows his AFL footy, but we have him here specifically for a bit of cricket chat this Arvo. Welcome to the pod uh, and, re- and returning. Uh, the big steam machine coming in hot from Adelaide. How are you, mate? Yeah, doing well, thanks. Always a pleasure to join you boys on the Esky. So looking forward to our uh, show today. I've got some valuable input uh, for the IPL auction in mm-hmm. particular, so looking forward to having a chat to you about that. Uh, you generally, we start off the, the show by shouting a beer. Uh, being the last show for 2023, we'll be reflecting uh, on the year that was, so usually it's something that's happened in the last week or two. Uh, this uh, this shout a beer or shout a case. Yep. Drink responsibly. Holiday spirit. <laughs> Holiday generous. Holiday spirit. We'll be, uh, we'll be commending uh, someone or something uh, for for their sporting achievements in the year 2023. Sean I'll start with you. Uh, who are you shedding a case in 2023? Yeah, my case has to go to Shohei Otani. Um, I think he had my most shattered beers this year, mm. uh, my way of sneaking baseball onto, onto the podcast. <laughs> uh, but realistically, if you look at his year, he's had an absolute dominant uh, performance. He won the MVP unanimously for baseball, for the Major League Baseball. Uh, then won the World Baseball Classic for Japan against the USA, which was massive. He's $700 million contract. Uh, and then he, this week alone he was named the Male Athlete of the Year by the Associated Press. So, mm. yeah, he's basically the peak male form at this point. <laughs> uh, and he's had, um, you know, an all-time year. I guess the last thing on his resume uh, being the World Series, get it, winning a World Series. Um, and uh, the Dodgers uh, – bit like Thanos, keep collecting the, the big stars. <laughs> I've now paid over a billion dollars for, for Japanese stars. Uh, I might need help on the, on the pitcher's uh, name. Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yes, has just joined uh, the Dodgers on a 12-year deal for $325 million. So, wow. Yeah, so they're, we're talking super teams and they're trying to create one at, at this point and um, with a stacked Japanese talent. Um, Spending over the billion dollars, uh, more than a few baseball clubs as we found out last week, uh, they're in for a big chance next year. It's pretty deliberate sort of ploy, isn't it, to go after two Japanese stars, mm-hmm. really uh, hone into that Japanese market. Oh, yeah. Short flight, 
possibly compared to, you know, having sure to go really to the East Coast uh, for, for some Japanese uh, tourists <laughs> to go catch the Dodgers yeah. at Dodger Stadium. And, yeah, the elusive thing will be a, a, a World Series uh, yeah. for, for, the, for the boys. So. If they do win one, I think uh, with the amount of viewership and the amount of money they're probably going to get back out of <laughs> that island, that they will um, probably get their return on investment as mm. well, which is crazy to think that they'll, they'll make back their billion dollars probably uh, exponentially. In merch. Yeah, merch, yeah. viewership, sponsorship sales, yeah. the lots. Like, yeah, they're yeah, big money, big money. They do it for a reason, it seems. So, congrats, Shohei Atani. Uh, maybe wait till the. Um, oh, they're in the off season now. Yeah, 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 yeah. off season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's recovering from his surgery. He's, he's good. He was at the um, the Rams game. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Got, got a big cheer. The yeah, Rams big game, cheer yeah. game. Yep, and then yep. Uh, got a jersey as well. So he's already on the promotional tour. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to make them so much. Fun. What beers are you going? Asahi or Kieran Ooh, or Sapporo? Has to be Asahi. Yeah. I mean, he could probably shout you a couple of beers uh, <laughs> yeah, after yeah, that yeah, contract, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, I like your generosity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll shout a beer to the Aussie cricket team. Uh, pretty much ticked every box that was asked of them this year. World Test champions, retained the Ashes. Would have loved to have won it but did retain. Mm-hmm. And then winning the unwinnable World Cup over there in India. Um, backs against the wall in terms of media, I thought this year was uh, a little bit scathing in terms of uh, openers and the maybe – Worldview of the captain and who should be in the team, who shouldn't, uh, mm-hmm. and they just went out and did everything that was asked of them. Uh, I think the man on my left uh, might get to the ascension of Travis Head. That was lovely to watch. Gary's 500th wicket after tearing his calf, uh, and then just this week the quicks getting paid in the IPL. Uh, bit of a lacklustre summer, I think, for us now in, in terms of Pakistan and the West Indies, uh, but will be good to see, um, you know, a, a few wins. Hopefully the, the tests last, uh, you know, four or five days. Um, and my special mention, uh, just a tick behind, uh, was the Tillies, the Matildas in their uh, home World Cup efforts, making the semifinals. Uh, one of the most watched Aussie sporting events of all time. Uh, just couldn't quite get the bickies in that in that semi-final. Uh, so congrats to, to both teams. Uh, but my shout a case is to the Aussie cricket team. And I'm going to shout a case, uh, as you've just alluded to, to a bloke who uh, knows his way around a case. Yeah. And so he's probably going to enjoy a couple uh, from your uh, shout a case. But I'm going to shout a whole case of Travis Head. Uh, what a year he's had being... Uh, man of the match in the World Test Championship, the final there over in England, and then man of the match in both the semi and the final of the World Cup, and then man of the match in the post-World Cup uh, celebrations, which <laughs> I think, yeah, it's hard to tell at this point what is he is more famous for now, mm. the kind of the efforts on the field or efforts off the field, but I'm going to shout him a case to kind of help those efforts uh, off the field for a fantastic year from SA's own uh, Travi Head. Yeah, a little SA connection there. Um, pretty much went from good, stable international cricketer to world beater that shows up at the biggest moments. Uh, an unbelievable 2023 for Travis Head. Uh, what's it? Is it Coopers over there? That's the, the main. Yeah, the old, the old uh, red tins. They've gone. They're oh, done. Yeah, they're yeah. The, yeah, so it's uh, just Coopers. So. Um, and then heaps of yeah, little microbreweries kind of thing, but Coopers be the big one. So, yeah. He'll enjoy a couple of those, I'm from, sure. From South Australian to South Australian, enjoy Travis Head. Now, on the other end of the uh, sporting atmosphere, uh, from, from heroes to villains, uh, we've had plenty of mops that we've uh, handed out. We, mm. we do try to keep it more positive and hand out, you know, 
more beers than, than mops. But uh, we have to talk about the mop of the year. Now, we've got a late candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, do you want to run us through uh, what happened with, with Tom Curran the other night in the Big Bash? Yeah, well... <laughs> The fallout, he was suspended four weeks and that got announced and everyone's like, why has he been suspended four weeks? Especially when they announced it as intimidating a, um, an umpire. Mm. Uh, and then the, the following day they released the video footage um, of him, uh, I guess, marking out his run-up and doing, you know, uh, practice run-ins. Um, so you see the first one, he runs across the pitch. Uh, this is pre-match. Pre-match. Pre-match, right? Pre-match, yeah. yeah and the, the umpire is just like, oh, you've, you've run a bit deep down there. So he's gone down the other end and said, no, no running on the pitch. Um, so Tom Caron's then run, he was like, fine, whatever, I'm just still running in um, to the point where they almost run into each other. It was a game of chicken. Yeah, it was essentially it? Yeah. chicken and um, Tom Caron does a nice little uh, left foot step to get around him there. Mm. Uh, still runs across the pitch and then runs off and then they have a few words at each other back and forth. Um, and, you know, that's that's essentially what happened and from that – They've gone, uh, you know, you've been, you've intimidated the referee. You've haven't followed, well, the umpire, sorry, the umpire's direction. Um, he's given you a direction not to do that. He's obviously picked up, picked up on it and said, stop, uh, and you've gone ahead. Um, so four weeks has got out, out there. And then from what I've seen on the socials, a lot of people were like, you know, for the amount, the, the amount we struggle to get umpires and referees in sport, um, especially at seeing stuff like this at the, the top level, maybe it wasn't enough. Should he have gotten longer? Um, so, yeah, I think it was very, very mop-worthy, um, bit of entitlement. Uh, so been like, around, I think so. he's only supposed to be here for nine matches of yeah. the BBL anyway, so mm. it's essentially half the season that you're wiping him out yeah. for. Yeah. Um, but also, like, the fact he it's not his first time no. playing, like, prof, you know, professional cricket. Like, if this was a rookie guy who, you know, maybe didn't understand the rules, you might be a bit more forgiving. This is a guy who's played plenty of cricket, yep. should know, like, what the rules are and, and the etiquette. Mm. And um, has anyone seen, has uh, Piers Morgan been, you know, <laughs> doing any uh, few little tweets about this? Is this I think within the spirit of cricket or yeah. any moral victories uh, here? <laughs> yeah. or, um, uh, no, suspiciously quiet from Piers this yeah, week, I think, yeah. Definitely. Doesn't like to comment when it's uh, the English boys carrying no, on. No, no, no. Well, I did see the, the following uh, BPL match that they had the pitch roped off so no one could go around it and uh, I think it was dubbed the current cage. So, <laughs> um, so Rage in the cage. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. Um, I think uh, who's their captain at the moment? Enrique's. Enrique's, yeah, yeah, said that they were going to appeal. Um, but I think on the footage, I don't think they're. Yeah, I think have that's much, a way. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, that's yeah, a waste yes, of time. Yes, maybe he's a good that. bloke, but also I think it's it's just a shit thing. It, the visual's just not. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Uh, Rex came out uh, I think yesterday saying mm. that the the suspension sort of a character assassination, mm. which is which is interesting. Uh, look, you don't want to define one person by yeah. one yeah. act. Uh, this one particularly silly, uh, and I, I agree with that sentiment. Uh, but but, but cost your time and let also it also take your licks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. learn. Uh, don't do that again. Um, you're not you're not meant to be on the on the pitch for one pregame. Yeah. So f- for two to to be intimidating a an umpire, it's it's, it's a horrible look. Uh, yeah. So he he will uh, serve a four match ban, not not four yeah. weeks. Yeah, um, obviously, yes. we talk talk a lot of league and, and footy here, but uh, yeah, it's it's essentially wipes him from from most of the tournament. Yeah. So cricket get their first back-to-back mops um, and it did beat out, uh, which I thought was probably the only F1 news uh, relevant for the podcast, was Sauber announced their team name, which was Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber Team. 
Um, mouthful. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, oh. and Kick is a, a streaming platform that mm. allows gambling, and then Stake is a gambling platform in the US. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, so the rules are changing. Yeah. Now, right? yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was going. I did all the money. So the name's mm. a bit gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah Tom so we know what, takes the cake you know, for this. Building week. on last week, we know what they're getting under their Christmas tree <laughs> uh, tomorrow. Like yes. few few gift cards, yeah. perhaps. Uh, so so that, that leads us into the mop of the year. Yeah. Now, mm. don't let recency bias uh, l- let you just give it to Tom, although mm. it being a, a particularly this, uh, are we taking uh, egregious up action. Another level for the year? Is this now the bucket yeah. or even a toilet brush? The toilet brush. The toilet brush of the year. Of the year. Yeah. Mine needs fixing. The uh, the brush keeps coming off. I don't know if I super glue it or just, just buy another toilet o- brush. But o- overuse? Or <laughs> definitely <laughs> overuse, yeah. Sometimes post-podcast uh, there's a little bit of overuse going on in yeah. there. Uh, Eddie Jones and the the Wallabies and yeah. rugby yeah. in general, yeah. uh, pretty lacklustre year in 2023. Especially a World Cup year for the Wallabies. So yeah. yeah. Uh, I suppose the saving grace is 2027 will be here and mm. they've got a lot of work to do. Mm. Um, so I don't know if you can just give it to rugby in general or the mm. ARU or yeah. Eddie Jones in general. For mine it's definitely an honourable mention yep. but I don't think it takes the cake for the, the toilet brush of the year. Yeah, I think, you know, some of our names there with Conor McGregor getting a couple, Jar Morant got a couple, uh, a few others, you know, interesting sporting ones there. But I think it kind of, for me, uh, the World Cup, um, the Spanish president is mm. probably another element of mention but I think the Victorian government probably yeah. deserve it. Yeah. Um, Canning the Commonwealth Games, I think, was the the, the biggest one uh, yeah. for me out of our list of mops for the year. I want to tend to agree with you. Uh, don't don't mind, you know, pushing against against uh, you know government actions. Uh, the the <laughs> fact that. They agreed to it and then realised, oh, hang on, this is going to actually cost, cost money. Like three, <laughs> to- three or four times more than we'd planned for. Isn't that the job of a government to be able to budget and work out how much shit costs? Yeah. Um, look, the Commonwealth Games is possibly a dying thing as it stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, especially now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, and no one putting up their hand. Yeah. Like it's not like someone's just swooped in and said, yep, we've got the infrastructure, we'll take it, it's not going to cost us too much. Uh, so maybe, maybe it is more of a sort of... Um, Look into where the Commonwealth Games is yeah, as as a sporting event, uh, but pretty pretty ordinary, uh, I think, um, from the from the Victorian government. I'll I'll go with you, um, yeah. Sean O, and uh, and go for the toilet brush of the yeah. year. Hasn't always been a, a friend of the show, has he, Dan Andrews? So <laughs> no, you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> there was yeah, copping a toilet brush. There was certainly times in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one where we thought uh, some of these rules don't make a whole mm, lot of sense. Yep, like yep, if you go so. to the footy, just make sure that you don't get hit by the ball. Not you, Dan Andrews, <laughs> uh, but there was people, you know, saying yeah. you might catch COVID off the off the footy. It's oh, that was a <laughs> South Australian, Australian. Uh, yeah, chief health. Yeah, and so, it's easy. Yeah. To, we're Monday morning quarterbacking it, yeah. aren't we? Yes. We're we're looking at hindsight. There mm. were legitimate concerns. People were dying, uh, but. The, the whole sort of reaction, I thought, uh, yeah. from, from Victoria was, was probably a bit of a knee-jerk reaction yeah. in hindsight. Yeah. Having said that, COVID aside, uh, this is where you are meant to be doing your yeah. job and, yeah. you know, not bidding for things and taking on um, projects yeah, yeah. if they're going to cost way too much. Uh, so I think the mop of the year, Victorian yeah. government losing the common Scrub games or, or, or giving them up. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree. Any other honourable mentions? Um, there's, a, there's a few from the Rugby League. Yeah. Uh, with the Rugby League. West Tigers ones. Often gets, Victor, gets a mop. Victor Radley with his sin bins. Yeah, he's, he's got to clean, cool clean up his game. Big Victor the Inflictor. Mm. 
Uh, the West Tigers, just in general, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we might see uh, some change. They're, they're already, we've beat them down enough and they beat yeah. themselves down enough. They don't yeah. need more. Dragon, stop, stop. <laughs> he's already dead. dead. They're already dead. And as a Dragons <laughs> fan down here, just, you know, Homer Simpson going back into the, into the hedges. Uh, double Simpsons references in 30 seconds there, boys. I like it. Uh, very, very thankful that the West Tigers exist as, a, as an entity and uh, take a little bit of uh, heat off the, off the Dragons. Man United have been... Terrible. Uh, yeah, we gave them a mop for their seven when they zip. when they got mm. smacked by Liverpool. Uh, they, you know, brought in uh, a, a a few new players. Anana struggling at, at the keeping position. Mm-hmm. The fans are disgruntled. Formerly one of the biggest uh, you know sporting entities in the world, uh, and it's just been an absolute shit show. So yeah. they definitely get an honourable mention. Uh, Brett Favre, pretty ordinary year from former Packer great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that. Don't want to have too much, uh, yeah. you know. Don't let them gr- check the books. Well, or for me, uh, green lensed eyes uh, in, in saying uh, what he what he's been up to uh, hasn't been uh, p- particularly silly. Yeah, uh, he he's, su- he's been suing talk shows, so maybe don't talk about him too much. <laughs> <laughs> Can't sue people that aren't worth it. <laughs> True. Take True. us for all they're worth. Yeah. So definitely a few few. Uh, Honourable mentions there, or dishonourable mentions, but uh, the, the the toilet brush of the year from the Esky, ha- hang it in the uh, Victorian <laughs> Parliament, uh, goes to the Victorian Government for the handling of the Commonwealth Games. Some cricket time? All right, beers and toilet brushes aside, let's talk some cricket. The IPL auction uh, occurred a couple of nights ago, and Sean, if you wouldn't mind uh, mm-hmm. bringing up the elite bench minutes uh, that Steam's done here, has really uh, looked into a bit of the the research going into recent IPL um, uh, contracts and the and the like. Uh, so Pat Cummins set the record Thursday night um, with three point seven. A, a million AUDs to go to Sunrise's Hyderabad. He will join Travis Head there, uh, who's getting 1.2. That's the first uh, bid of 20 uh, crore plus, uh, which is kind of unprecedented in itself. Only for an hour and a half later, Starkey to go out there and smack that by a cool sort of 700 grand uh, AUDs. That works out to be $316,000 a game or a cool 13000 delivery, a uh, 13000 a delivery, assuming mm. he always bowls four overs mm. and doesn't mm-hmm. get hurt. Just on uh, Sunrisers and, and Cummins and Head going there, did you see uh, David Warner try to uh, repost or, or share the uh, mm-hmm. congratulating his uh, Australian teammates and been blocked, blocked from maybe. the uh, yeah. Hyderabad uh, account. So I thought that was quite amusing uh, considering uh, the years he spent there and then how it all ended. So Low act. Yeah. <laughs> like, moving on but blocking him on social media. <laughs> so Maybe no, no. he's in their DMs. Yeah. Him, Mitch Johnson. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you in yeah, yeah, yeah. Perth. I'm going to score 160 in two and a half sessions. No, nah, good stuff. Uh, so, yes, yeah, Sunri- so, well, maybe as well as Aussie cricket fans, Pat Cummins and T Head going over to Sunrise. I haven't heard from the Delhi Caps actually for a little while. <laughs> uh, if you listen to this podcast, it might be uh, mm-hmm. a, a no brainer as to We're why. open. We're yes. open. We're taking, yeah, we're, we're taking calls. That's right. Yes. We are taking calls if, uh, the, if the Hyderabad uh, media team want to get in our Just like the auction, we're open to the. The highest mm-hmm. bidder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's what's a, what are you um, the sort of lower end players get? They get the twenty lakh or whatever. Yeah, we'll, ta- we'll, ta- <laughs> we'll take the rupees, bro. Yeah. <laughs> twenty rupees, <laughs> 20 rupees yeah. to on the esky. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that would work. It's, I think that's like a one cent, <laughs> <laughs> probably less. Anyways, uh, 
unit conversion aside, Spencer Johnson, if mm. if uh, Pat Cummins and, and Starkey hadn't gone out and smashed records, this would be the, the biggest story from, from the IPL. Ten crore, $1.8 million. The bloke was a greenskeeper and a landscaper. Uh, landscaper. Yeah. Uh, not 18 months ago. Wasn't even playing in the big bash. Uh, he bowls wheels. He bowls left arm. Obviously, there's, you know, left arm to right-handers, uh, a, a big sort of need for, for for these types of quicks, an unproven guy getting this this contract. What what are our thoughts there? Yeah, well, I was telling Steam um, as we were driving over that they've changed the rule set in the IPL, mm. so they've added the the second bouncer, mm-hmm. um, so two bouncers and over. So I think that's kind of where um, the push has been for overseas quicks um, and over all rounders with that that kind of feeling that like yeah we're going to be able to do a little bit more with pace, um, and I think it's going to be quite interesting because one it's going to um, give a little bit of extra to the um, the fast bowlers, the bowling attack, and kind of bring them into the game a bit more because we see, you know, the batsman and, say, the spin, which is, you know, what India were really well known for, mm. uh, dominating that tournament, uh, maybe adds a little bit, you know, to there for the international, for the fast bowlers. But then also it opens up opportunities for any th- more, you know, you know, pull shots or, the, you know, more of the fun stuff, the b- potentially bigger sixes. So... Uh, I think overall, I think it's a good decision. So, and I think that's the reason why a lot of this money is now being spent on um, some of these quicks, especially considering Cummins' form last year in the RPL. Yes, he's done pretty well uh, mm-hmm. in recent form with with the white ball in the world, mm. the World Cup. Um, but his season last year probably didn't warrant the money he's been paid. Yeah, but yeah. I think they've seen like, oh, there's a change here. So they've gone out and gone got two of the best international um, fast bowlers there are. Yes, marketable as the Australian yeah, captain, uh, yeah. captain as, as well. And that, back to that kind of Atani chat from earlier, the the kind of extras you get mm-hmm. from off Journeys. off the pitch yeah. uh, and and sales and and eyeballs and interest in that kind of way. So, yeah. um, so yeah. I, th- I think Spencer. So back, rolling back to Spencer Johnson, I think he's in for a, re- a really big tournament. So mm. I think he will get plenty of opportunities for that. So which team did he go to? Sorry. Uh, uh, that's a good question. Let me okay. – I've got to have it here. Uh, Spencer Johnson going to Gujarat Titans. Right, yep. Okay. Uh, it was was a fair bit more than the, than their next highest uh, in, in Shruk Khan who went for seven and a half yep. uh, crore. Um, also got Umesh Yadav, so they went very heavy on uh, on, on bowlers. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nice. There has been a bit of a trend as well. I think we've spoken about it on past podcasts uh, mm-hmm. that they'd like quicks, uh, yep. especially foreign quicks. It, it yep. does kind of complement what India is known for in, in top order batsmen and spinners. Uh, looking back over the last few years, Alzari Joseph did get get a big contract uh, but was really the only Whoa. non-Australian quick to, to get one uh, this time. But they've liked... Quicks, and if you can bat, it really adds a little bit of extra. So Cam Green, Ben Stokes, Sam Curran last year getting big money. Kyle Jamison, Jai Richardson in 2021. Certainly been a push for for foreign quicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steam, you, you crunched the numbers on 2023 and worked out sort of roughly from the numbers how far, you know, you're the bang for your buck, if mm. you will, on, uh, on the top five guys that went in the IPL. Yeah, well, that'll be the interesting question with all this money spent on Stark and Cummins, you know, are they going to get a return on their investment? So I went back and had a bit of a look at, uh, okay, who are the top five guys uh, from the auction last year and did their teams, uh, you know, get value for money from them? So Sam Curran uh, was the top uh, money earner in the auction last year uh, going for 18 
uh, 0.5 crore to the Punjab Kings. Mm-hmm. And he probably had a bit of a middle season. He mm-hmm. wasn't elite, kind of 276 runs. Wasn't at a, MVP. No, no, strike rate of 135. That's okay for you know lower order bat. That's mm-hmm. decent number of runs, top score of 55. Uh, 10 wickets is probably down on uh, what you want from him and an economy in the 10s as well. That's uh, not really what you want from the, your top uh, earner on your team. Uh, so probably overs. Overs, with the, with yeah. The, with the, uh, but in terms of his batting, really yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. But what they've paid him is, is yeah. the bowl and bowl at yeah. the death. And you, if you're going for 10s, then yeah. Yeah, you and haven't, were, haven't got it. So, so two, Punjab went overs on yeah, current. Uh, and then two other Englishmen in the mm. top five, they were well and truly overs. So Definitely. Uh, ben Stokes was third overall. He went to CSK, uh, 16.25 crore. Only played in the two matches, so, you know, 15 runs and mm. then didn't bowl at all. So that's uh, that's a lot of money for not a Same lot of return. Moment. So, And then uh, Harry Brook... Uh, Went to Sunrisers uh, last year. They spent up big last year on Harry Brook. Uh, he scored 190 runs. 100 of those came in one innings. Yeah. So his other 10 innings are just a total of 90. And a strike rate of uh, 123 was probably low uh, from what you expect uh, from him. So those three of the top five, you'd say, were unders. They're all uh, Englishmen. Uh, the uh, overs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Underperform. Underperform. Sorry, yeah, underperform. And then two guys that you say, yeah, I think you can make an argument, Mm. got your money's worth. Uh, Cam Green went to MI. He's not there again this year. He's Mm. been traded uh, Mm. to RCB. Uh, He went for 17.5 crore, about three mil Aussie. So he played in all their matches, uh, 16, including the finals. Made 452, actually finished the season really strongly. Got uh, a ton, I think it was in the game, in their last regular season game mm-hmm. to kind of clinch uh, a playoff spot for them. Striking at 160 Unreal. is excellent. Uh, a few uh, six wickets just kind of chipped in mainly in the team uh, as a batsman. So uh, I think he's 11th on the run scorers list. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you kind of go, okay, probably got your value for money out of him. And then uh, Nicky Puran uh, rounds out our top five. He was the fourth highest, uh, 16 crore, about 2.8 uh, mil. He played in all LSG's games, 15 of them, uh, 358 runs uh, with a high score of uh, 62, but he's really that late innings finisher. What stands out for him is the strike rate, 172.9. So mm. that was the sixth highest strike rate of all the guys who scored at least 100. So he he did the role that they bought him to do of, yep. of finishing uh, innings, uh, getting a high strike rate. So you'd probably say Cam Green, Nicky Puran, Value for money, and then all the Englishmen. You know, they they had such a great year last year uh, in English colours and uh, not in English colours. So, Curran, <laughs> Stokes, and Brooks uh, underperformed, overpaid. Yes. So, so that's last year. So it'll be interesting. Like, how many wickets for Stark and Cummins is mm. kind of going to be par for them to say, "Oh yeah, the teams are now getting their their money's worth." You feel like they've got to get at least in the twenties, like mm-hmm. which. Uh, is no, tall not, order? Not, yeah, is not tall easy. order? So do you, um, do you think that last year's getting burnt probably led – burnt by English players led to Australians being picked more in this? Because I, I think you had their three of the top six players taking work. Yeah, so looked at how um, the teams spent their money this mm. year. Mm. I think there's six Australian players were bought and six uh, English players and like basically like 20% of the whole spending – 
was yeah. on like Australian quicks mm. and then like um, the Aussies you know, almost had as much money spent on them as the Indians uh, but far fewer players. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. maybe they, they have six felt players. a bit burnt. I mean uh, Curran was retained by Punjab. The, mm-hmm. the other two mentioned before, Stokes and Brooke, got released. Um, so, yeah, we're, obviously the auction – it only is players who are available. It doesn't account for the players who are being retained mm. by their clubs and, and what their uh, salaries are and that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's been an interesting week. And mm. um, yeah, I think Cummins and uh, Stark will be buying Christmas uh, dinner for the, the test oh, team should be. Uh, this oh, year. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, a, a good time to be an Aussie quick in the IPL, that is for sure. Mm. Uh, good time to be just. Playing IPL <laughs> cricket in yeah. terms of the broadcasting rights. So uh, for the next four years, sold for a shade over nine billion. Is that uh, AUDs, Sean? Oh, that might actually be USDs. Sure. <laughs> so add, add a few little, it'll, little it'll more. That's definitely the future of cricket is IPL and IPL owned franchises outside yeah, of the world. Yeah, outside of India. Yeah. Uh, big sort of look into the the uh, Emirati Cricket League and how that's going to grow. grow. Major, major League mm-hmm. yeah. Cricket and, in uh, the US. I, I think Visit Saudi is one of the major sponsors as yeah, well yeah, for yeah. the IPL moving yeah. forward. So yeah. really looking into that Arabian yeah, mm, I, I, market. I, I, well, I th- when you speak money. <laughs> they're yeah. good people to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I, I think th- what the IPL has made, managed to do and say the last couple of years – is go ma- like mainstream cricket. So it's, they've expanded, not just being like the Indian League, but they're, they're, they're the pre- essentially the Premier League, they're the top league for T20 in the globe. Mm. Um, they get, get the all, worldwide they get the worldwide attention, an audience. Which yeah. is how they're getting this money, which has then returned, you know, the average prices for players has now skyrocketed. Um, so, yeah. They've, yeah. They've, Us they're, being three fellows in Australia, being interested in talking about it, case exactly, in point, isn't exactly. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're talking a little bit about the flip side of that with the, the, the BPL. But yeah, let's talk about that uh, now, I think. Uh, the, the, the Big Bash, yeah. has this been one of the most lacklustre Big Bashes in recent memory so far? Didn't start well the fact that there was a rain rained out game and in one Adelaide one and, then, and then one, one where the, the pitch got abandoned. So I think they, they had four games before the test match mm. and then two, like – were non-complete because of weather or, yeah. or the pitch. So it just kind of felt like a, a false start. Mm. And so it's tried to get kind of restarted again in this uh, period between the, the two test match. So, yeah. yeah but, but, uh, but have we dived in? Are we caring yet? Uh, when, when there's not test cricket on, I've been watching it. Uh, mm. We've spoken about two things in the, in the text this week uh, that have really severely impacted the, the level of interest. I think, A, that, that – five-game T20 series against India where we just won a, a World Cup. Yep. We're playing half of our stars, half have come home. They yeah. could all be playing, you know, mm-hmm. or, or leading into the Big Bash. They could all be there. And secondly, the the Rugby Australia no-no yeah. is, is some of these games not being on free-to-air. And mm. especially now when there's not test cricket on and, you know, oh, we've got KO, we, we can watch yes. whatever, but in terms of – General, yeah. yeah, exactly. Fox having the rights for some games, Seven having the rights for something. They've they've got to sort out that. Yeah, so. but I, I think it's also it's 
isn't it significantly weighted to uh, Fox Sports as well? So isn't it like three to one? No, no. Fox will show all of them. I think seven. Seven's got about four, four fifths okay. of the yeah. total game, okay. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so I think they've got to th- they've got to think about that. You have to have your biggest stars playing. It's the only T Twenty league that I'm aware of where the the biggest homegrown stars are missing for for most for of the, the tournament. Majority of yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the thing. They have no real bankable stars at the moment and they have um, nothing really to... Well, no big Australian star. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like Rashid Khan or Quinton de Kock or, yes. you know, some of the imports, which they've done a really good job of, of getting in. But yeah. But that, that doesn't change. Rashid that Khan's played here for five years. Yeah, well, he's not that playing this season because he's back injury. And mm. yeah. I think you guys have spoken about the, the draft and the, the auction. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that needs to be moved way closer to the season. Mm. I think one of the things you're seeing is these... They're trying to make it interesting by having uh, an auction and uh, having a draft mm-hmm. uh, and then it's about two months before the season, guys get injured, guys get picked up for international teams and yeah. become unavailable. So I think you, know, you, you try and have you know, whatever they're calling them, the platinum, the gold, the mm-hmm. silver, mm-hmm. and then half your platinums don't actually come. Yeah, yes. and, and you like these guys don't come and train with the team mm. for a month before. Like mm. I think Quinton de Kock, he came for that game in Geelong that got abandoned, mm. went back to South Africa for 10 days mm-hmm. because of the test match that weren't overlapping and then mm. has come back. Mm-hmm. So they can ha- – these international guys don't need a – you uh, could draft them a week before mm. and just say, oh, you're going to Melbourne, you're going to Sydney this week or whatever. Mm. They can make it work. They don't need to train with their teammates no. No. for a month. They just – uh, happy, like That's rolling in on the day, saying, yeah. "Hi, my name's Quinton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm not going to remember remember your name in like <laughs> ten seconds, kind of thing. But um, yeah, maybe something like that to actually say, you know, let's get all the guys who are going to be here. Not try and hype up. Oh yeah, Rashid's coming. Yeah, yeah Harry yeah. Brooks coming. I oh, know he's injured. Oh, he's big for England. Uh, blah blah blah, agree, kind of thing. Like, but I, I just feel like the those guys still don't help the casuals. Like they don't. They don't pull the Australian guys are the guys that True. bring in. Want to see Maxwell Smith? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like you know the the advertisement around that they're really lackluster because they can't really bank on like what Mickey's saying. If they're going to promote the crap out of uh, Harry Brooks being here and then he pulls out because of the injury, then yeah. there's, there's there's no he can't be your face of Big Bash League, mm. which is why we see things where guys go out with no pads because they <laughs> got to stay in the <laughs> news somehow. Oh, that was be interesting. That was so good. <laughs> it was very match situational. I thought uh, yes, he didn't yes. have to face <laughs> Harris Ralph. We're talking about yesterday, uh, and they'd lost four very quick wickets. But no, yeah. very, very unusual to see someone even at the non-strikers there yeah, holding was, a bat with yeah, no pads. For he just come in for the last ball of the inning, so yeah, yeah. there was no way he was going to have to a face. A delivery, yes, yes. you know, oh, a, a no ball or a wide or something, and then you, well, that's and true, then true. you, you, know, you run potential. one and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, but but, but my point is, that it makes the news though. That stuff, and we were talking about Tom Curran before. Like that's what that's the main stories from Big Bash so far has been no pads could, in Tom Curran. Could also <laughs> be like the market. <laughs> been the biggest stories. Yeah. Could also be the market uh, we're in over here in Canberra. Like the Scorchers. Uh, Match was very well attended. True, yeah, kind of true. Better good. than the West Test. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's – and given how successful they've been the past couple of years, people like seeing teams mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are successful and win and, and they've obviously got a good thing going over there and, and the crowd support behind them. So, you know, probably how it's yeah. marketed in Perth, Perth might be different to how it's marketed in, in Canberra. And, well, what about for and then, you for the, the, the Yeah, strikers? well, I mean, I, I went along to the Strikers game uh, earlier this week. Yeah, to the <laughs> roof climb. So that was quite um, – 
yeah, quite a, an excellent experience. So yeah, I don't know but about the, the marketing. I feel like yeah, because yeah, Rashid is not here this year, and uh, you know that okay. Okay. Travis Head and um, uh, Alex Carey uh, in the, the test the squad. Yep. So it's really like well, I mean, can kind of talk about the the match results. Matt Short mm. is becoming mm. the guy in mm. the team, and he's now the skipper mm. of the team. He's been given a lot of responsibility, and they're trying to make him the face of the franchise. Uh, they do the uh, Tommy Trumpet intro for uh, Chris Lynn. So, yeah, he still carries a bit of uh, weight yep. um, and a bit of interest. Um, but, yeah, part outside of those two, yeah, kind of they've got a few English uh, guys in the in the middle order as they're kind of overseas recruits. Um, so but I think there was 20,000 at the game. Yeah, so not too bad. Fine, um, really. Yeah, you, um, yeah, which is kind of about expected and, and – it was a good match. It was you know, mm. both teams score over two hundred and plenty of fours and sixes. So the product was what you want, and, mm. and you always kind of get that at Adelaide Oval. The short uh, square boundaries uh, mm. you know, is a bit easier to hit the sixes um, yeah, into the kind of uh, stands there. So, mm. um, so we're saying crowds and in-game experience still good. It might have to check the viewership numbers. Yeah, um, viewership yeah. down. Crowds are down. Like COVID, yeah. I think through through a big spanner yeah. in that yeah. works. Uh, at, at least going back to Adelaide, they've got that yeah. big draw card with the New Year's Eve game. Which yeah, will, true. Oh, so that'll oh, that'll be well yeah. attended. But like, and they're doing some of these regional games, like the the Thunder and Stars were out in Albury. Yeah, like yes, they, I, I don't mm. know the numbers, but you looked in the crowd and it looked like it was mm. well attended. Um, I don't know how many other regional games they're doing this year because they have shortened the the season, so mm. you you know get a premium on your home games. Then uh, yeah, if you're going to move them to a to a regional centre, you, you lose one of your five yeah. home games. So maybe yeah. make sure the pitch is up to scratch at long. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> true, yeah, very much so. So um, it's look, we we don't want to com- make the comparison with with rugby, that, with rugby <laughs> yeah, and the and the ARU and, and what's happened, sport happened with that. But there's a few little early warning signs. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that but, they need to be. I also think, like, yeah, agree. maybe you can't make the comparison with the IPL because it will never, yeah, it will never be, be the, the same because of the way that the international cricket calendar is. Mm. You know, there's plenty of other international cricket happening at the moment. Yeah. And then there's a mm. new. There's no um, test matches in April. No, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, because BCCI just said, <laughs> this, this is when it is kind of thing. Yeah. And so that'll that'll never happen in mm. Australia. So yeah, we have to figure out and you know our. Our fields are used for more than one sport. Mm. Um, you know, you don't get that in in India as well. So yeah. um, that's a, that's a good yeah, point. There, not Mickey. not to yeah. make that comparison. You know, okay, it isn't going to be the same. Mm. Um, and yeah, have that expectation level of, of not expecting it to be the same product. Yeah, you know, the money the money certainly isn't yeah. the same. So yeah, um, yeah. That's a, I just want to touch back on that that other point there that. In India, you're not competing with anything. No, no. You no. can't just hold the big bash in May. You do it off the back of the the IPL because you're going directly against league and yeah. and yeah. footy. Uh, and uh, it's got to be the summer else. window. Yeah, it yeah. has to be in this window. I think. Yeah, they've already made the right step in shortening the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the next thing is is the most critical thing is having your big Aussie stars yeah. playing throughout the tournament. It'll be interesting Great. to see what the schedule is next year. So. Um, you highlighted it with the five T20s against India that didn't really mean anything, but mm. that was on the back of the the World Cup, yeah. uh, which kind of pushed our whole summer. Like usually the Boxing Day test match, usually about the third or fourth 
So as much you know, this, this time it's second. So you think maybe next year uh, you might be able to play a bit more test cricket before Christmas yep. and then do a lot more Big Bash after Christmas mm-hmm. and, and um, split it up that way. Yeah, you feel like the whole kind of cricket season in Australia has been pushed back a little bit because of that Cricket World Cup. Yeah, yeah that only comes around every couple of years. So Which is fine. It'll be interesting to see how they do the scheduling next year, whether um, you can tinker with it a little bit more. But for, for me, looking at it, and I was, I was talking to you about it this morning, don't take the dirty money for five yeah. five games against India yeah. for where no one's playing. Like have them back here, take the, the, the loss of income there and invest in the yeah. future of, of short yeah, ball, but, of short format cricket in this country. Yeah, but my concern is they have to take those to get the money to then pump it back into the BPL mm. to keep it going along. So, um, yeah, you can't – I guess like they've probably come along with a nice big fat check and – Short, yeah, yeah, they can't really turn that down because they know that hey, we need to be able to, you know, keep keep the games running locally. Mm-hmm. Like we still have to, you know, make sure the shield competition keeps trucking along. <laughs> yeah, well, as well, that's so. no no one turns up to shield or um, yeah, yeah. that's long so, gone. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but well, I mean, yeah, they still have to pay the players to like be able to play. Crowds of twenty thousand isn't terrible. I think. No, no, no. You're still, but just yeah, when you're comparing yeah, to what it was yeah, yeah. in 2018, yes. 2019. Yeah, yeah. 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 they just got to. I think. I think we've talked about it. they expanded probably too quickly, oversaturated too quickly, have not been able to retain the the amount of interest, and then the Australian team dominates this this period. So yep. they've kind of just got to f- find the nice middle ground from where they were to where they want to be, and um, maybe not go too far over the top. Which is a lovely segue into the Australian team. We do have a Boxing Day test, the Holy Grail in the cricketing days. calendar, and I can't remember being so. Mm. Unenthusiastic mm. about Boxing Day. A, the weather, and no one can control that, but yeah, there's yeah. unlikely to be a whole lot of play uh, given given the projections. Yeah, Sydney uh, says hello. Sydney says <laughs> hello. Very, very rarely get on uh, there. Uh, and, and Pakistan, to their credit, they weren't embarrassed in that first test, although Australia win by 300-odd runs. Yeah. It, it was never going to be yeah. that Put close. Put them to the sword the second innings. Yeah. Uh, I think for them, Baba Azam has has to score runs. He's he's one of the best in the world. Uh, missed out a couple of times uh, there in Perth. Yeah. And but, their, but their quicks look a little bit of tick under as well. Yeah, they haven't been as quick as I thought they'd be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Freddie probably he's he, down. He he's down to pace, isn't he? Yeah. Their strike weapon. Yeah, and, and he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're, they're top order. There's nothing wrong with Shafiq and uh, Masood and and the rest. Of, like in in terms of. Pla- playing at the international level, uh, yeah. obviously the, the pace and bounce here well, the, is going to play into so, – Yeah. Well, the, maybe they expected that too much. So I think a lot of the commentary was about how they didn't pick a specialist spinner mm-hmm. and obviously Australia did with uh, Nathan, Nathan Lyon, Lyon and, and he picked up, I think, you know, he's 500th, picked yep. up yep. five uh, uh, wickets for the test. Yep. Uh, they have to change that going into Melbourne. They have to pick a specialist spinner, yep. I think. Like, um, yeah. you know, you – Come to Australia, you get it in your head, going to Perth, it's quicks, it's bouncy, it's yeah, – yeah. yeah, and they probably – well, spinners can use that uh, that bounce and, and that kind exactly. of um, – as, as much as – yeah, so – And we yeah, saw, that, saw that's, that deck deteriorate in the, you know, fourth day there. Yeah, there was so, really a lot in there for, so, for Nathan Lyon. Yeah, it be interesting to see, well, which yeah, – who gets dropped, they've got to bring a, a spinner in, you would have thought. Speaking of, we probably go unchanged. You – can't no, no, if it ain't broke, don't yeah, fix yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If there's no injuries, I, mean, uh, I guess it's the only if you want to um, 
manage your bowling, your fast bowling load. You, give, you give do you do your, do your well. That's right. Yeah, do your annual do your annual roll bowling out for the <laughs> MCG Test match. Yeah, um, yeah it, that would be the only uh, yeah, player load kind of management. You wouldn't do it based on form. Yeah. And who would you think Hazelwood? I mean, you could just kind of rotate yeah. the quicks around if you yeah. give Hazelwood one here and then kind of whether you want to, you know, you've still got Nisa and, and Lance Morris was running yeah. the drinks out, out west. You've you got plenty of guys who can roll through, um, yeah, to give the guys who have played Ashes, played Cricket World Cup, now playing home summer, give them uh, um, I, I feel like maybe Pakistan will get these guys, but we might have seen Australia A when we come to the two West Indies games. Yeah, sure. It's still test cricket. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying full straight A, but I think we might try a few things and change it up. Especially, we won't do it now, but when we talk about this windy squad coming out, um, it's going to be interesting. Well, let's finish with uh, the Australians before we get to them. Well, I suppose the the big conversation, the biggest conversation over the last few months is who will replace David Warner. Mm -hmm. Um, Sydney's going to be swan song. That leaves two tests for... Whether it be Bancroft, whether it be Harris, whether it be Renshaw, whether whether it be Cam Green coming back and someone else goes up. up. Steam, you're very much of the opinion that they should go with the specialist opener. Yep. And, and it's just because it's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's my third choice. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, specialist opener, I think it's such a unique thing in mm. Uh, mm. test cricket. You, mm-hmm. you know, They're really there to... Take the shine off the ball. To you want guys who can um, stay in and protect the middle order. You don't yep. want uh, and red ball, white ball. It's very different how long mm-hmm. uh, those two balls stay um, swinging and seaming. And I think yeah, it's one of those things. If you haven't got experience doing it, say you know, say you move Travi head up, say you move Mitch Marsh up, mm-hmm. and they struggle. I feel like you've you've tried to patch your boat and you've. Now you've got two holes. Now you've got a struggling opener and you've got to figure out what are you going to do about the middle order spot you've – where if you've got your Usman, uh, Marnus, Smudger, Travi and um, either Green or or Marsh, Marsh, just lock and load and then, you know, okay, try – you can try your specialist opener and, you know, we've been debating, you know, Renshaw, uh, Bancroft, Harris – you, you potentially have options. You say you throw one of those three guys in there at opener, doesn't work, well, then what do you do? Well, mm-hmm. you've got two other guys where, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel if you tinker with something that, as we said, if it isn't broke, don't uh, don't tinker with it. So I think personally I, I think Bancroft has put the runs on the board yep. mm-hmm. in the shield in the last mm-hmm. two years. Uh, he'd be first choice, but I wouldn't be – Upset, I wouldn't be surprised if they go Renshaw, yeah. given he's four years younger. So Renshaw's mm-hmm. 27, mm-hmm. Bancroft's 31. And you say to Bancroft, when Uzi moves on, you're the next man up. Mm. Uh, or, if, or if Renshaw fails, uh, it's to you. I wouldn't be mad at that because you, if you go Renshaw, we want eight years out of you mm-hmm. compared to maybe three to four out of, of Bancroft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe vice versa works yeah. in that in that instance where where you go well, Bancroft, oh, you've got the runs on the board in the shield over this season yeah. and the last season. And well, I think yeah, because Renshaw he went on the tour to India mm-hmm. as that kind of mm-hmm. spare bat, so he had less opportunity yeah. in the shield. Yeah. You can say that he was there in England in, in the PM well. yeah, he was. in the PM's eleven when those three guys played in the mm-hmm. top three. Renshaw was the one who got the ton. So yeah, if you can just say. Right. 
you guys you, going into the game, you knew who performed best in this game was going to get it. Like mm. you, you know, can make that argument that um, he then, performed in that setting. Yeah, but then you got to also say then with Harris, with the, the other two a game against Pakistan um, just a day ago, got his ton. So yep. against that same say yeah. top flight competition versus shield competition. Nah, I, yes, I feel like <laughs> Harris has shown that he he's kind of in that level between shield and test match. Yeah. Like he's a very good shield player, but I think he's been found out. I, at I, I feel test like, match. I feel like we've talked about this. The, the, those three just feel like they're kind of in that no man's land. They just really haven't. Um, I think like absolute knocking them down the door, you need to pick me. Yeah. Kind of like what Wade and Usman did to kind of get back in the team. Mm. Like they were just so dominant. It was like you have to pick them. Yeah. I just feel like they're, they're pretty – like I think all of them have got cases. We're making their cases for them. Yeah. But I just I just think they're missing that one thing that puts them over. They say, hey, you, know, you have to be picked. You have to be in this squad. So yeah. um, I think part of me thinks we'll, after seeing what Head did in India, um, kind of filling in for Warner as a – yeah, can't, can't, I think that's probably the most logical way yeah. they probably go. Because your argument is, I hear all three of your cases, but I don't listen to them. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't care for them at all. Yes, you've yes. got a different opinion, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just, yeah, because you know we've we're talking about uh, there's only a finite amount of spots. We already have you know wealth of riches with say Marsh and um, Cam Green kind of floating in mm. there. And if you want to get both of them in your squad, then. Um, you know, maybe Head has to do the thing and have to, to move up. And he's had some success there. He's, like you say, maybe not a specialist opener, but he hasn't done terribly up there compared to these guys. All three of these guys have had chances opening mm. for Australia mm. and really haven't locked down their spots. One got booted out, but. Mm. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the redemption, the storyline's yeah. nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the storyline is. Bancroft for uh, Warner. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But, um, but, yeah, it's. I mean, Cam, but, Cam but, Green was a 12th man over in the West and mm-hmm. maybe that's because it's mm-hmm. over in the West and, and you free up those other guys to to keep playing cricket, it, keep play trying to score runs. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, play, play Harris matches, playing two matches and that kind of stuff. Maybe you just say you guys need to keep making your case and, and mm-hmm. Green mm-hmm. is going to be there or thereabouts in the Australia squad regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah, He's so maybe. young. It's crazy. And, and yeah. because – the game's in Perth, Cam, you're probably going to be in Perth anyway. You yeah, can, yeah. You, you can you be 12th man kind of thing. So, yeah, it's it's the interesting point. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably the most of the <laughs> yeah. summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think the the argument's probably been put to bed that you uh, – and you guys talked about last week with uh, Mitch Johnson and the way that he went about mm-hmm. making his argument. I think, mm-hmm. you yeah, Warner scoring runs in the last test match – has he's got himself through to Sydney and For to sure. hang up oh, his yeah. boots there? But yeah. you know, you, I I was of the opinion you could have done this before this Test series mm. because you also go is Australia now obviously Warner played well, but do you go do they win that match with or without him? No, it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. and so you go. Well, must could have been open in the batting. Well, you, yeah. well, you go. Could you roll out Bancroft on his home deck? Mm. You know where he's played plenty of cricket. He's be comfortable. Mm. Do you get him? into the test side to try and get comfortable at test level, build his confidence at test level well, against not India, against not mm, England yeah. to, well, so we, that he's got runs on the ball, got confidence so that when you're rolling around against these um, higher order competition, you do um, have a much more settled lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is kind of I think where this Winston Indies game is going to come in and fit in. Yeah. Because as, as the two-game series, I, I think th- – 
They might not going to make wholesale exchanges. Won't be Australia A, as I say. But I feel like they'll risk a bunch of bowlers. Yeah, like right. I think Nathan Lyon will probably be the peak of the spinners. But you know, I wouldn't surprise me if like Morrison Boland go into that team in the Cummins has to play, surely. I come as a captain, skipper, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. I think maybe Stark and Hazelwood maybe get a yeah. rest. Yeah. Yep. Um, maybe Marsh gets a rest, and you give Cam Green some mm-hmm. opportunities for some game time, and then you make a decision what you want to do with your batting batting lineup. I think Manus Smith. Um, will 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 be fine there, and Osman will be fine there. Mm. It's whether do they move head up and play another guy in the middle, or do they leave head and then yeah. give who we, they think is a potential well, chance. Kawaja didn't go to India for the test tour, so you you play him. He's he yeah, doesn't need to be rested at all. No, so. no, I've, I've, yeah. I'm not. I think those. Did I know, say test tour? The World Cup. Uh, the World World Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I, I think, you know, those two, three, four would probably be fine. It's, you know, whether yeah. you, you try headed one, maybe give Harris game one and then game two you try Bancroft. Off. Like you, you pick who you think is your heir apparent and you give them some go. So I think there'll be a lot of auditioning um, for mm. those two games. It's a strange summer, that's for sure, where we're probably less enthusiastic about Boxing Day and more interested in a, a selection thing mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a test match that we uh, should win. Qu- quality of competition, I think, is, yeah. is down a little bit. But we've, we've been spoiled with the World Cup. Big time. Yeah. Let's talk briefly about the West Indies. They have just beaten England, albeit mm-hmm. at home, albeit white, white ball. ball. So in who won, both, in both who won morally? Uh, <laughs> the moral victory. Yeah. I, I don't think you can go to the – well, I don't know. Maybe you could go on a tour to the Caribbean, get get a cup full of, of pina coladas, go lose a bit of uh, t- uh, a bit of white ball cricket that doesn't mean a whole lot, and still have a moral victory. I'll, yes. I'll take that on board. Um, the Windy Squad—they've named seven guys that have not played Test cricket, wow. and of those seven guys, they've got a handful of ODIs to go with it. Yeah, because hmm. they were only here last year. Last year, yeah. so it's. Vastly different team vastly, to vastly what they different. brought and last year. And it's the same And they got problem. smacked last year, It's right? the same yeah. problem where they, the best guys available, their best 11, a few of them aren't, aren't showing up. So yeah. have, J- have Jason they, Holder, yeah. former captain, mm. has you know been a, a good um, oh, yeah. servant to West Indian cricket. He, he'll be playing in that aforementioned uh, Emirati T20 Definitely. league. Yep. Cole Mayers, who's got a test double century, mm-hmm. averages high 30s with the bat. Uh, he'll be playing in, in South South Africa. And yep. uh, I, I did see Rakeem the Dream Cornwall. Uh, I, I don't know if it was a, a form thing or if they didn't want to <laughs> exceed their weight limit on the flight over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but big, big Rakeem the Dream's not coming over. Uh, so, so how, got, how long could he last in a test? Like, I feel like he's you know, he, 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 he plays a, like yeah, in T twenties. Yeah, in some in some he's not too keen on running in T twenties. No, so. no. But oh. he's he's been in the middle of their their order. He, um, a fair for, bit of for, test cricket for test cricket. Yeah, right. so, okay. yeah, he's, he's played a fair bit for them. Yeah. Now, yeah, uh, they've gone with a very very young squad. Well, I'll just go through the guys that haven't played test cricket, uh, and if these aren't household names, don't worry, I've never heard of them either. <laughs> Justin Greaves, Kevin Hodge, Akeem Jordan, Kevin Sinclair, uh, Tevin Imlach, Shamar Joseph, Zachary McCaskey. I think between them, they've got fifteen ODIs mm. and zero tests. Mm. So good luck, boys. Um, <laughs> they they do have a few guys that are actually it's pretty good. I wouldn't say world class, but. Uh, you know, might make runs, might take a few wickets. Well, I think Ca- Captain Craig Braithwaite, yeah. yep. he's got 12 tonnes. He's played 87 tests, averages a tick under 35. Yep. Um, young Chanderpaul. Yeah, um, I think he's on the rise. Yeah, he's on the talent. rise. He's averaging yeah, he showed his talent 40. last summer, didn't he? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. If his old man's anything to go off, he, mm-hmm. he's a reasonable yep. player. Josh De Silva, the keeper, wouldn't say world class, but has 25 tests, you know, 
can hold his own. Uh, and Kemar Roach, um, who who has uh, 265 wickets at, at 27. They've got a good young spinner, left-arm orthodox guy, and Gudakesh Moti, who's had a good start to his test career, averaging tick under 19 from four tests, so brilliant start. So half of their team, I think, might be up to test match cricket standard. Okay, mm-hmm. does that win that? Yeah. Does that mean that they're going to win test matches? Does that no. mean they're going to bother us? Okay. No. Like quite frankly, no. Uh, it's it's going to be a baptism of fire for some of these guys. Mm. And as a as a staunch Australian cricket fan, but also a fan of cricket, the game, and hoping that the West Indian cricket, you know, is is something that we so, talk about in the twenty thirties. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hopefully, you know, these tests go for longer than three days, and, mm. yeah, and we, we get to see a somewhat competitive match yeah. or matches. That's pretty much it. Oh, no, no. One, one, one more thing to touch on, on for cricket. Uh, the Aussie girls are currently playing in India. This is a classic Indian deck. Some of these balls yeah, we're have struggled. <laughs> seriously, some of them are, are bouncing halfway down the halfway down and mm. are hitting three, not even halfway up the stumps. <laughs> yes, that when you watch a men's game and the women's game, obviously they're, they're not going to generate as much bounce as the men. So. The yardstick is is different in that yeah. sense, but I think some of it has to come down to the pitch. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, Aussies will win about India's next and vice versa. Uh, it is Alyssa Healy's uh, first game as captain. We did mention a few weeks ago we, we hadn't been officially announced. Big week for that family. Been married yeah, to Mitch. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big, 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 big week for the, for the Stark Healy's. Uh, we we batted first, made two nineteen, running out one of your best sticks uh, without facing a ball. <laughs> Probably not the best with Phoebe Litchfield getting out there, Talia McGrath and Beth Mooney in the runs. Uh, we actually were worrying them, and they had this massive uh, eighth wicket partnership, uh, which got them to four oh six. We'll be resuming with a moderate lead of forty six runs. Look, if you get to one fifty, who knows? Who knows? Uh, especially on that deck, deck and yeah. it's, it's, it's deteriorating. Batting last, yeah. Yeah, but winning in India, doesn't matter if you're a bloke or a, or a, or a chick, it's, it, it is hard. Yeah, I mean, this is probably the first time in a while that our Aussie girls have been seriously troubled. Like, yeah. They, they usually mm-hmm. – uh, World beaters down yeah, here, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. England. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so actually good for the game, good for oh, interest uh, in – Women's test uh, matches outside yeah, Australia. And it's beautiful. Good, and it, and the, world, the world game, yeah, that – a few other nations can mm-hmm. – uh, their women's teams uh, high quality and, and competitive. And one thing to commend Cricket Australia on in terms of scheduling, this falls – there's no – Oh, there's between – Between yeah. between men's test matches and if you want to say, well, you, you're not propping up the, the big bash enough that more needs to be done there, certainly in terms of a scheduling effort, mm-hmm. uh, the right decision, so I think. Just on that, there was uh, – last night I mentioned that uh, – former chief of uh, Cricket Australia, James Sutherland, mm. could have had side-by-side side, uh, his son Will uh, bowling for the Renegades mm. and his daughter Annabelle batting for Australia mm. and he could have just split-screened it and watched them both at once. So, How good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, um, excellent, excellent stuff happening. Yeah, with that scheduling, uh, yeah, fantastic. And, and we've seen it this year. We've shouted a few beers, uh, the the women and the, and, you know, the the – What's number two? I was, I was trying to say – I was going to say penultimate, but that's uh, – anyways, it's the second season of the WPL. Uh, oh, yeah. The women's, the, uh, the women's Indian, Indian Pro- Premier League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and good to see a bit of money getting thrown around mm. there. So if one thing is is to be commended from Cricket Australia uh, and, and yeah. women's cricket in general is, is the growth of the game this year. Definitely. 
All right, the Esky uh, segue, unusual one to have on podcasts, but down here we are very interested in the American football and it's a good time of the year to talk about it. So let's do it. Oh, he broke his ankles. Fantasy football playoffs, Christmas. There's a bunch of Christmas Eve games over there, which means... Christmas Day for us. That's yeah. right. The kids might be waking up early for the prezies. The dads might be waking <laughs> up for the yeah. football. Family, uh, I love you, but I love the Denver Broncos more. <laughs> <laughs> we should clip that. <laughs> no, send it to you <laughs> She's going to get hit with it tomorrow when we're having lunch. <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, it's a, it's a really it is a fun time of the year in the NFL. Mm-hmm. There's so many scenarios uh, in terms of playoff picture. Yep. There's so many scenarios in terms of each individual's little fantasy mm-hmm. league. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, two of the blokes here, the, yeah. the 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 regulars on the podcast for all our study and weekly conjecture on the NFL mm-hmm. aren't playing in our league's yeah. uh, playoffs this year. No luck, my yeah. friend. No it's luck. all bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's definitely. all. Definitely nothing to do with our uh, managerial skills and just injuries and bullshit. But the man in the middle is is in one, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, Nervously. <laughs> very much so. Let's just run quickly through the AFC. Uh, so Bill's currently playing Chargers. Uh, lead by one. Lead by one. So certainly uh, could things could change in the, in the whole AFC East uh, outlook in the next sort of 20 minutes, half an hour. Finn's... We'll be playing playoffs, uh, although big miss out, uh, big miss uh, with Tyreek yeah, out. out. He probably is not going to get the 2,000, but it doesn't yeah, seem to I be. I think he's 380 something short. Can he play the, tomorrow? No, he's he's been ruled he's out. Confirmed out. He's confirmed out. Um, but they, if he comes back, he's got two games left. So wow. he's going to have to go for uh, a buck 50 in both of those um, to get close. Doable. Well, not impossible. Doable, but yeah, it, it makes it very hard um, by missing this week. Because he missed last week as well, yeah. Yep. I mean, that that's the challenge of NFL, isn't it, as, mm-hmm. as well, just to be stay healthy for the whole yeah. season and, and, and produce uh, elite numbers for the whole season. Yep. Um, well, I mean, still a fantastic year regardless, but, yeah, that uh, receiving record, it might be safe for, for another year. Yep. What about yeah. over in the AFC West, Sean O? Uh, do you do this by seeds or by divisions? Ooh, I've got the notes here as yeah. divisions. Yeah. We just might run just run through the news from the divisions yeah. and the and the games, and then and then go have a look at the actual playoff picture. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Broncos haven't played, I don't think, since we last potted. No, so no, so we've nine, got, nine day break. I've got Steam um, Patriots tomorrow at lunchtime. That game kicks off at twelve fifteen. You should win that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully she'll win that at home. So As long as Broncos defence play well, yeah. I might actually be uh, okay with yeah. that. And the, Chiefs, the Chiefs, of course, get the Raiders on Monday night. They should win that game as well. So they will still um, uh, maintain, I guess, a two-game lead in that division. Um, so if I think if the Chiefs win, that mean guarantees them they'll win the division um, because Denver can only finish at 10-7. Chiefs worse could finish at 10-7. And I think the tiebreakers will have Chiefs ahead. What about they that? split the series one one. They did yeah. it was head to head one one, but I think their divisional the record division is better games, than yeah, ours. Sure. Sure. What about the AFC North? This is a spicy, spicy very, very division. Tight. So especially after today, already yeah, one matchup today. Yeah. Completely changed so, it. So, so Steelers went out and smacked the Bengals really mm-hmm. uh, off the back of some pretty good uh, quarterback play from Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. and a, a massive day from George Pickens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd hate to be playing against him in fantasy in the, in a playoff. Hasn't done a whole lot this season, yeah. uh, you know, compared to You'd what, be his, cal- what his talent is. Yeah. 
Uh, the Ravens will most likely clinched. win. Uh, that they have clinched. Uh, clinched playoffs. Playoffs. I don't think they're clinched. clinched division because they've only got a two-game lead. Yeah. They are but currently in the one seed. They've just clinched the playoff spot. Yeah. Yeah. So haven't clinched division but highly, highly likely will clinch the division. Imagine if all their players weren't getting hurt, uh, which seems to be the story That's, for them in yeah. the recent years, hasn't it? Yeah, we were saying on the way over was Lamar last year. Now it seems to be everyone around Lamar. So yeah. it's yeah, sad to see – because what the news this week was uh, Keaton Mitchell, their mm-hmm. explosive running back, uh, as ACL uh, injury. Uh, you know, he already came in to replace J.K. Dobbins mm-hmm. earlier in the year. Was it uh, – we were trying to remember Achilles. Does that sound right? Yep, but Achilles um, week one. And then, of course, uh, their main receiving target, Mark Andrews, uh, is down for the year as well. So um, getting a bit thinner on uh, offensive side of the ball and, and more – more weight onto Lamar's uh, shoulders and and potentially onto his legs. Maybe he might mm. might be starting to run and run around a bit more. So, uh, but very interesting division. All all four teams in the playoff picture. Understand? Yeah. yeah. After after the result today. Yeah. Yeah. But only one of them starting their uh, starter at quarterback. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big talking point from this week was the suspension of Demonte Casey. Uh, the hit on Michael Pittman, it didn't look great. Uh, mm. Pittman in the concussion protocol. Yeah, uh, I, think, I believe he cleared that as well. Yeah, he, he may play tomorrow. Okay. So yes. it mm. did look like when it initially happened. It looked bad. Yeah, blokes were taking a knee. There was fear for the neck. There was, you know. We folded him half. Exactly. So. Is this guy going to be okay long term? Mm. Luckily he was able to to. You know, he was walking uh, that, that day, so you obviously start worrying less about the neck and it still becomes a, a concussion chat, which is, uh, you know, s- still very, very serious. Um, the game's obviously changed a lot since we started following mm-hmm. it, good mm-hmm. sort of 15-plus years ago. You'd probably commend, be commended for that hit when we mm. started following the game. Mm. Uh, and these days he's been made a bit of an example. Well, you yeah, broke up the pass, so you go, yeah, that's, that's right. what you're supposed to do as a defender. But, yeah, you're right, like, yeah, in being made an example of now. It's a yeah. defenceless receiver. He yeah. can see what's happening. Pittman can't. That's yeah. the argument there. And he's been suspended for the year. What's our thoughts on this one, boys? Uh, I think we kind of talked about a little bit about how the le- the, the rule set definitely heavily favours the offensive side of the ball now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the words was interesting is probably more Tom Brady's comments um, mm. last week and then followed up again this week um, about the, the the prevalence for quarterbacks I guess to throw the ball up um, and put them put players in positions just to make plays uh, but not not necessarily to be safe in doing so mm. um, like it, and I I think uh, Cream Jackson had his comment because um, he's back from his suspension this week that uh, he was told that you know. Um, he's got a. It's on his responsibility to protect the offensive player, and he's like, "Well, how do I protect the offensive player, make plays, and also protect myself?" Mm. Um, like it's it's uh, it's a lot to take in, especially as a defender. Like, how does that kind of fit uh, in there? And whether some of that has to go say back to the quarterback and like you maybe shouldn't be throwing those balls because mm. um, I, I guess for for the early two noughties for um, for Tom Brady for when he was coming through is like. You throw a pass across the middle. You're expecting that guy to get let up by a safety. Um, that's you know that was kind of the role of uh, the big safeties at the time. You think Dawkins, Palomalu, yeah. Ed Reed, etc. Yeah, you can't, well, that was um, the punishment across the middle. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we kind of thought uh, when Justin Jefferson obviously out for a long time. Mm. The hamstring came back mm. 
and here that one in the had ribs, a stretch in the ribs. up, stretch yeah. up way above his head, exposed yeah. his whole uh, ribs, yeah. and he got lit up. You know, first game back from mm. his, you know, hamstring injury, and he was out for the rest of that game. And, yeah. you, and you look at that and go, oh, yeah, did his is quarterback is, is Big Kirker going to throw him that pass? Well, yeah, did the quarterback uh, protect him well on that mm, play? Yeah. Um, yeah, how much was it the the offense making a mistake mm-hmm. and not doing things? As best they could and compared to the defense yeah. not doing as best as they could, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And that's where the argument becomes a little slippery for mine. Mm. So Brady a beautiful grey area. Well, Brady's saying it's a skill error on the quarterback, essentially. It's yes. not a, it's not an intent thing. Whereas the 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 defender, in my opinion, in this instance, he can make a decision. Mm. He he he's not defending his end zone. Mm. Pittman's in front of him. Mm. He can essentially let him make the catch and put a hand yeah, on him yeah. and nothing happens, or he can try to dislodge the ball, which is what he did, and that's how you've been taught to play defense. Yep. He didn't lead with his head. It, it was all outside of the the result. It was a, a reasonable hit. Mm. I think what the NFL is starting to say to these defenders is, well, this isn't the game from 15 years ago. You yeah. have a decision to make in this, in this moment, and that player's welfare is more important than um, than the play. Yeah. And that, that puts the NFL in a funny – Predicament, yeah. Because if that's if that's to decide a Super Bowl, or if that's to you know even just protecting the end zone in a, in say a playoff game, yeah. it's yeah. A, it's a it's a different story, isn't it? But in this a regular season game where it probably the result of the play, yes, it has impact on that game. KZ could have could have he can see what ha- what's happening. He could have just put a hand on him and and let him have the catch. Yeah. yeah. It is, it, is a, it is a school error from the quarterback. I'm not arguing against that. Yeah. And and Brady, you know, it's easy to make comments on, on the skill of other quarterbacks when you're yeah. the best of all time. I, I completely appreciate that. I just think in terms of a, a player welfare fair thing and a, and a health thing and if we want to change, you know, the the perception of, of football and, and, you know, the effect that it does have on, on the neck and the brain and your long-term welfare, yeah. they probably do need to stamp it out. Yeah. Um, but they – by that token, you're probably going to end up going the way the the college football is, where you're going to get bigger scores and uh, less defensive quality. Yeah, that's and, just, and, it, that's and just, it's unfair on the defense, and it yeah. puts the offense in, at an advantage. Yeah, because because that that then becomes a that was a big completion for the for the Colts in that game. It, so it was worth twenty five yards. Some, yeah, yes, yeah. something like that. That that does impact the the outcome of a game. Mm, but yes. I don't know. For mine. They, it's great that Pittman's okay. That can end up a lot worse, and oh, it, yeah. and it does. And, yeah. and yeah, I yeah. think that's 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 the the argument for such a such a hefty suspension. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was I've been watching uh, Swamp Kings this this mm-hmm. week with mm-hmm. with the Miso, and uh, there, there's a hit in that one where they show it and it's celebrated, and there's taunting on the sideline, and I'm mm-hmm. like. Oh my god! Like <laughs> like that bloke should not have played the rest of the season, yeah. and just the amount that, that that's oh seven oh eight, yeah, the 15 amount years fifteen ago. years, the amount mm-hmm. that that's that's changed in like it's a hundred percent targeting. It's the ball's pretty much not there, and it's right. it's just no flag, no worries, clean hit. So obviously the the game has changed a lot, and. You know, a lot of things did get swept under the rug down there in Florida <laughs> in those couple of seasons, didn't that they? Is, that is yeah. true. It's like. It's. I think, as football fans, we just. My opinion is, at least, mm. we have to acknowledge that the game is not the same as what it was yeah. ten or fifteen years yeah. ago. We know that this kind of contact isn't good for for the players' 
welfare, mm. and, and if the defence yeah. is at a disadvantage, the lawsuits for CTE, yeah, and, exactly, and all those yeah. kinds of things yeah. as well. The game, yeah. ha- the Def- game has to change. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably just in that that ugly period at the moment where we're in a transition from what it was to what it's yeah. going to be, and mm. um, it's going to take some while to, to to figure out. But um, some of those guys, I'm going to use Krim Jackson as an example, as an older veteran. You know, the, the way their style of play is probably going to get phased out of league and, you know, he'll have probably follow it, uh, unfortunately. But it's just the, the way they want to play football. Going and, and I'm appreciative of how hard it is on these safeties and, and yeah. linebackers as well because, yeah. A... Playing in the secondary is well, it's going to be really hard. And the way, like, when they were playing their, their high school football and, and junior football, yeah. it was kind of, it was different. And on top of that, you're trying to make this decision in a split second and then people can watch it and slow it down and critique all your decision-making, mm. you know, on a podcast and talk about it for 20 minutes... Yeah. From the other side of the world, and it's your decision like, in in yeah. Uh, yeah. If you just like a quarter second, stretch oh, out exactly. your hand to down him by contact, your your coach probably choose you out for yeah. not trying to and break to up the pass and, exactly. and all that kind of stuff as well. So yeah. Yeah. like the hit was it was big, but when you watch the Pittman hit in slow mo and you, it gets folded like a lawn chair, mm. you're like, yeah, that's actually really bad. But yeah, um, yeah, it, like you said, it's the difference between being able to dissect everything um, to a minute level. And I'm sympathetic to both players in this. I, I just think the, the the potential consequences have to be weighed up, and and one player being stamped out for the season and made an example of for mine is is worth the the uh, potential um, harm reduction that could do for for another player in the yeah. in the same situation moving forward. That said, AFC North is very fun. It's uh, it's going to be uh, really dependent on the results over the next few weeks. AFC South, also mm-hmm. very fun. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought there was three teams above 500 leading into mm-hmm. yep. uh, the playoffs at this time? Uh, CJ Strout uh, is in concussion protocol. Yeah, he's Case out. Confirmed out. Confirmed out. out. So Case Keenan will play. Yep. They have Cleveland tomorrow. That's no uh, mean feat. And then uh, Colts and Jags potentially have quite winnable games at the Falcons well, and at Lawrence Bucks. might be out. No, I think he, he is. No, he's um, travelling with the team and he's okay. exited the protocol. So he's oh. been in concussion protocol all week too. So he, but he's now cleared. Likely to play. Yeah, well, he's cleared the protocol. Mm. So, uh, And he's travelled with the team um, all the way, you know, from oh. Jacksonville to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> Big um, trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, so it looks like uh, you know the resurrection will continue. Yep. So. How many of you are questioning his his <laughs> toughness a little while? Oh, and that was a questioning his toughness. Mm, kind of sound like it. <laughs> it. Just saying, it looked like he died, um, and he's like we said, he's risen from the dead. Colts, Colts with Jesus uh, can do it. Minshew have been fun. Yeah, yes, they have, real, real good. And they get JT. This is back the quarterback this. question as well from from Brady. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's leading his team to to some wins. Yeah, uh, and so. JT back for them this week too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back from a thumb. Yes, uh, thumb surgery. So may or may not wear a splint and see how he goes. Yep. Over to the NFC. The NFC East also very fun. The big talking point is the Eagles who are on a three game slide. Forty uh, mm-hmm. uh arguably the best team in football, showed how it's done, and they've since had uh, losses to the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Cowboys, to my – I I picked the Cowboys. I thought, you know, it's, it's It was at, at Dallas. At, at Dallas. Dallas which and they, they win a lot. Makes a big difference for them. there over the last two yeah. years. Uh, but losing at Seattle, the 12th man uh, playing into it under Drew Locke, I didn't see it happening. No, not, not at all. And by all accounts, um, you know, keeping Hurts in the pocket and forcing him to pass – 
where a quarterback um, has uh, led to some down games. I don't think in those two games he didn't throw a pass and touchdown. He did run for a couple. Yeah, a um, couple of tush pushes. Yes, uh, in, in that. But uh, some serious questions being asked. Because they, they, they were 10-1 yeah. and one and uh, the Bible reports they were the most miserable 10 and one team. Mm. Uh, I guess there's some questions about quarterback, I think. So David Carr's been saying Mariota might be a better option as a they, quarterback they, for them. They've had a I think pretty so hard to, intense to schedule in – obviously, guys, pointed out their last three, like away at Seahawks, away at Cowboys, yeah. 49ers, and they had Buffalo and then Kansas City before that. Mm. So they've had a tough, tough stretch. Yeah, and I think, I think now their, their schedule opens up mm. and, and, like, let's not be too down on them. They're still equal with the Cowboys – for the um, for winning the division, and they're still in play for the number one seed yeah. in the whole um, in the whole conference. So um, they potentially win all three of these games: I, I, Giants, Cards, at Giants. Yeah, where Cowboys uh, and when we touch on the schedules in a bit, Cowboys schedules are far more challenging. Mm. So um, yeah, not panic stations yet, but I think it's. 49ers uh, now with a superior record now hold all the cards uh, for and the control of their destiny regard the number one seed. And, and you think back to last year with the NFC Championship at Philadelphia, mm. um, you know, is it going to be at San Francisco this, this year? Yeah, like how big an advantage uh, that is. So um, yeah, interesting to see how the next couple of weeks goes. But, yeah. Uh, neck and neck in, in that division at the top, and then pretty stinky at, at the bottom in the in the Giants and Commanders, who, mm-hmm. um, yeah, big losing streaks. So MVP right here. <laughs> um, the NFC West. Let's talk about those Forty Niners. Six in a row. I think they're about three dollars fifty. To, so they've to clinched win the division. Clinched division yep. confirmed. Yep. Brock Purdy's like. Odds on favourite to win the MVP as Mr. Irrelevant. Yep. Well, I guess, yeah, it was Dak and Jalen not having great weeks mm-hmm. last week. But Ty- some, someone Tyreek, had a massive week. Tyreek being injured. CMC. Three, CMC, three yeah. touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We Not to take away from Brock Purdy's quarterback play, but we were talking, talking a little yeah. bit about it last week. If there's one year that a, a skill player can do it, the years at CMC and, and Tyreek are amassing is yeah. crazy. Obviously yeah. Tyreek... Injury changes things. Mm, probably yep. not going to be him. Yeah, but CMC putting a pretty good argument up there. Yeah, and they asked Purdy post-match and he said if uh, if I had to pick MVP, it'd be CMC. Mm. It'd be interesting. I, I think on that chat, if Lamar carries the Ravens through the number one seed in, in the next couple of weeks, has a, has a big month to um, yeah, finish think, strong, like he, you can make your case for him. Um, mm. But, yeah, I, I'd probably agree that – How yeah. many touchdowns did he throw on last week's game? Uh, 30. No, no, Lamar. Lamar. I like he had a pretty good all round game. Like I think okay. he ran for about eighty and and maybe a score, and then yeah. might have thrown for two hundred ish and, and got it. Yeah, I, f- I feel like Lamar's so. probably the only one now left that can compete. That my issue, of course, is um, his numbers aren't anywhere near what they were for his MVP season. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, like when these other guys who have had MV- multiple MVPs of Mahomes, Brady, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rogers. Are you always comparing their MVP seasons to one another to, and to saying, yeah. or were well, they still the MVP yeah. of the league well, that uh, season? Yeah, I, 
I, I see your point, but uh, I think it's what's been done recently kind of yeah. fits in there. Like, he, uh, like, his, like f- his benchmark, I guess, is yeah. what you're saying. Like, yeah. yeah, for a quarterback, I think you got to throw 30 plus touchdowns to to be in that conversation for MVP. Yeah. Um, and he, if he scored two last week, is at 21. So he only um, had one passing touchdown yeah, last so week. So he'd be but at 20. He ran for 97 yards. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess he, my point he's is he's still under a K though. If he is, then he carries for his MVP year. Yeah. You know, if he carries his team in the next month as guys around him Fall are dropping away. off yeah. and leads them to a number one seed, you know, you can make a case. But yeah, oh, whether, whether it's a strong enough case. Um and the, you know, the quarterback that leads his team to the number one seed on the other side of the conference, mm-hmm. uh, the other side of the league might have a, a better case. So yeah. um but yeah, crazy to think how coming from the last pick in the draft to now MVP, MVP. favourite. Um, such a cool such story. A story. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, just going home and farming in Iowa in the mid-season mm-hmm. break, all that kind of stuff. So cool kind of guy. Buck 50 for Brock Purdy as it stands. Six bucks, Lamar Jackson. Seven, Josh Allen. Nine fifty, Dak Prescott. Elevens for CMC before it starts to blow out a little. Yeah. The North? We the North. Uh, the Packers. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> The uh, the Lions are ten and four. They're it's pretty much. Have they clinched? No, they'll clinch no. if they win this week. Yeah, they're very close. Vikings seven and seven. Have a look. Packers. Uh, we spoke about it last week. Went out and beat the Lions and the Chiefs. Last two weeks have lost to the Bucks and the Giants. Yep. So season really looking. Yeah, like it. It could be on the on the ropes. Yeah. And the Bears have gone at five and nine. Um, Have you? Who's forgot that Rogers isn't the NFC North anymore? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> me putting notes in. We will get to Rogers in a second. <laughs> <laughs> just live, think, reliving I, the good old days. I think we skipped that already. So yeah, yeah. no, we can come back to it. But uh, anyways, uh, living in it's the not past, a huge story. Living in the past over here, it's worth mentioning. I think I'll mm-hmm. fucking do it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so Rogers confirmed not to play this season. Yeah. They've put, uh, they've put him they, back on the fifty-three, so he can yeah, they've train. officially been ruled out. Out of playoff contention, which there, so. I think plays all, all yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. They needed to beat the Dolphins, as we talked about, and, and that didn't happen. No, didn't so didn't get a point. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. from people that are sort of interested in rehab and things from a like medical perspective, mm. he went a beastic away from playing this season yep. four and a half months after an Achilles, which is unprecedented. Definitely. So commend uh, the the rehab efforts, and mm. and maybe if the if the Team situation was different. Yeah. We might be seeing Aaron so, Rodgers mm-hmm. this yeah, week so or next like week. In theory, he could play, but the value of him playing now is the, diminished. The risk yeah. reward is yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just the the potential to be able to play is mm-hmm. commendable. And, yeah, they're and, they're and resetting for next yeah. year. They're they're getting ready for to make that run next year. Hopefully, it lasts more than four plays. Yes, yeah. expensive four plays <laughs> for the for the Jets, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, change it, change it to grass. Mm. See our prior video here. Well, the Vikings are changing their turf field to a a different type of turf, but supposedly better better injury rating. So, yeah, people are hearing the Esky. The Esky spoken Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the Vikings have heard. Yep. Just need the Meadowlands to uh, Mm -hmm. get, get on board. Oh, that's pretty interesting. The Ravens get 49ers. Yeah, yeah. It's uh Super Bowl from about 10 years ago, wasn't it? Ray yeah, Lewis last one. Could be what? a little uh, MVP preview. Bowl. MVP Bowl, yep, yeah. like that. Yep. Yeah. One seed against one seed. Let's go. That's fun. Well, this week's very fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plenty. Plenty <laughs> Christmas presents, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh NFC South, uh essentially whoever 
wins this division will get a playoff spot. Uh, it's looking a little lacklustre in terms of numbers. I think Bucks will steal that in the end. I think they're playing decent uh, enough football. I think so too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think Saints yeah. are going backwards. Falcons just. Well, Saints have already Saints played have this week, now, so yeah. Yeah. lost to the Rams. Yeah, big loss. So, yeah. yeah. So could be a three-way tie at the end of this week if Bucks lose, Falcons win, three teams at seven and eight mm-hmm. tied for mm-hmm. first place. Mm-hmm. In the, and interesting, like there's a lot of um, backup quarterbacks playing at the moment. This division, as stinky as it is, all starters, all playing. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about how fun the AFC North is. Three of the four teams at the moment starting yeah. backups. Uh, AFC South, super competitive. Uh, backups uh, in play there, mm-hmm. uh, especially with you know, CJ Stroud you know, this week. Um, but, yeah, NFC, North, uh, NFC South, sorry, at full strength, but not really at full strength. So I feel like uh, Reed has actually been benched and they're going with – Yeah, well, yeah who Heineken. even is the number one there? Like, yeah, I think they got back to Heineken. Yeah. Heineken. Or, <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we have a quick look at the playoff picture as it stands? Bring up the other. Yeah, bring it up there. We've got that. So that's accepting cookies <laughs> as it crashes. Thank you for great podcasting. Just bring up the other. Yeah, we'll see if Steam's one. Yeah, because they're in crash. order of seed. There we uh, go. There we go. Don't rely on the internet when the bloke's done the hard yards. I'll start it. AFC first. Let's go. So Baltimore have the one seed, 11 and three. Uh, this is their run home that Stephen alluded to earlier at San Francisco. Huge game this weekend. Then Miami at home and Pittsburgh at home. There's, there is a world where they lose all three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you never know what ha- happens in Ravens-Steelers. That's always mm-hmm. going to yeah. throw out the records going into that one. That's always going to be a tough one. Going to Miami, mm-hmm. um, they tend to have a good home ground advantage there. And as it stands, that's a one versus two seed. So the one seed could be on the line yep. uh, for the winner of that game. And then, yeah, as we just alluded to, the two number one seeds playing off against each other this week in the MVP bowl uh, is super fun. So, yeah, as I said, you know, Lamar leads them through that little stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and – They'll be sitting very nicely. Uh, yeah. Dolphins have Dolphins the two seed. Two. And okay, Dallas, Baltimore, yeah. and Buffalo. Hard. So, Hard so th- this week, one seed versus one seed, two seed versus two seed yeah, in, good. in Miami versus Dallas. And, but have, so Miami has to go to Dallas where mm-hmm. they haven't lost this year, of course, and yeah, then host my, uh, Baltimore, as we alluded yeah. to. Dolphins haven't beaten a team over 500 this yeah. season. And Still. then so – and then finish at home against Buffalo who are surging and yeah. who are over 500 uh, as we yeah. speak. So that there's a world where that could be for the division title. Yep. Um, so very, very interesting. Kansas City currently sit in the three seed at nine and five. Should win out. I think that went out. Yeah, yeah, two home games against Vegas and then Cincinnati. That would have been great if uh, Joe Burrow was there, but mm-hmm. of course he won't be. And then they'll finish uh, with the Chargers. So – yeah, you probably see them winning all three, which, I mean, I think a lot would have to go wrong for them to jump both Baltimore and Miami to get to the one seed. But, you know, Paddy Mahomes never still played a playoff happen. game in the road. So, um, yeah, still could happen. Possibly. But, yeah. Uh, and then 
Jacksonville are in the four seed at Tampa. That's probably their tough matchup. First Carolina and then at Tennessee. So should win the last two. Yeah, favorable. So that would mean they'd be ten and six. Um, Cleveland nine and five in the five seed at Houston this week Big with game. no CJ Stroud. So mm. that that's you know that's a five seed against the seven seed. That's huge for playoff uh, pitcher. And then at home against the Jets, that's next Thursday. And then at Cincinnati, Cincinnati 0 and 5 in the division. So mm. you think the Cleveland going to that favourite? So could, yeah. could they win out? Yeah. Could they be 12 and 5? Definitely could. Um, you know, and, and if Baltimore stumble here or there, could they be mm-hmm. pushing them uh, for the division title? Um, yeah, and Joe Flacco uh, being 12 and 5 is strange. Yeah, who would have picked still that? Late. Who would have picked that at the start of the year? No. And then Colts uh, in the sixth seed, eight and six at Atlanta this week. Then in hosting Vegas, and then huge, uh, yeah, in in uh, inter division game mm-hmm. uh, with Houston in the final round. They, who in, currently the seventh? Yeah, so Colts traveling to Houston, uh, and they. Uh, yes, as you've just alluded to, seven seed hosting Cleveland this week without CJ, uh, hosting Tennessee, and then at Indianapolis. Mm. Uh, and so that's the current top seven seeds. The Bills playing live, right? What's our current score on the Bills game? They're still leading. I think they've just come back to quarter. Let's click on that one. 21 16 leading the Chargers in the fourth quarter. So. Assuming they go on to win that game, that they would sh- take them to should win this game. But. They should. So that would take them to nine and six, and then who have they got? They finish New England next week, and at, then at, at Miami. Miami. It's massive. So they could be going to Miami, being ten and six, mm-hmm. um, and then Others so now Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh uh, moved up into the ninth spot after their yep. win today against Cincinnati. So they're at eight and seven. They finish with two away games at Seattle, eight Tough. at mm. Baltimore. So this will be competitive. I don't think they're pushing their way into that playoff no. picture. And and Cincinnati started the day as a sixth seed, uh, f- fell yeah, to Pittsburgh. So they've dropped now to 10th and then finished at Kansas City and then at home against Cleveland. I tough. don't think they're yeah. pushing. Tough. So And then Denver, 7-7. Uh, seven, seven, have to win out. Have to win out. Against – but possible against New England, against LA Chargers, and then at Vegas. So they could These finish being home games, 10 and 7. And so a few of those AFC uh, South teams having to play each other could mm-hmm. also finish at 10 and 7. Yep. So, yeah, I think realistically of the guys looking uh, outside looking in, uh, Bills and Denver are the two most likely to push their way in. Agree. One of those AFC South teams to fall yep. at least and maybe two, maybe mm-hmm. two of them, maybe just the mm-hmm. division winner. But, yeah, it would be interesting to see how all the tiebreakers go because you could see the, essentially the team that finishes in the eighth seed that just misses out having a 10-7 yeah. rec- record. Yeah, was it, was um, it Colts, Jags? I was seeing something based on if they if they won the games they're expected to win um, – for the remaining season, their seeding could come down to a coin flip. Yeah, Jesus. okay, right, yeah. Because yeah, after all the time, yeah, it's down to the coin flip, yeah, whether they're yeah. in or not. 
So, yeah, so yeah, yeah, very could be some interesting. Topics. Very close, very interesting uh, in the AFC. You know, eleven teams. Well, and you know, with realistic chances of definitely still being in the hunt um, there. So. Doubt in the NFC. Yeah, <laughs> NFC. I think is a little bit more NFC square, a bit more right. top heavy. Mm. So San Francisco 49ers are the one seed. They've clinched the West, so they will have uh, at least one home playoff game, mm-hmm. as we've alluded to, versus Baltimore this week uh, at San Francisco. So that's mm. – uh, you think they go into that game Favourite, being yeah. favourites mm-hmm. and then finish being at Washington and then versus the Rams in, in week 18. That could be really interesting for playoff spots mm. if – Depending on what happens with Dallas and Philadelphia, if San Francisco need to win that game or not, whether they playing their starters or not, yep. and you know LA being in the um, the playoff, the wild card hunt themselves, probably hoping that yeah. San Francisco. What's, what's their run been? I think they've won a bunch of games. San Francisco. No, no, um, the, Rams. the Rams. Rams. They. I think they've won five out of six. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. and the only one that they lost. Was to Baltimore in overtime ah, in Baltimore. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah they're being yeah, a bit hot. Stafford, Kyron Williams, Cup, and Nakua are cooking. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they're, they're kind of a team that you might not want to play uh, at this time of year. So yeah. that'll be interesting to see. Does San Fran need to start their starters in that game mm-hmm. or can they sit them? Uh, because Dallas, they're currently in the 2C, but they got a bit of a tricky run home. Against at Miami this week, and we saw you know their last game at at Buffalo. They yeah. much stronger at home than away, so they they could drop that. And then they're at home against Detroit. That as it stands, that's the two seed versus the three seed, mm-hmm. and then they finish at Washington. So you think they win against Washington? The other two coin flip, coin flip. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, Probably back Tough them. Battles. Probably at back them at home against yeah. Detroit. So yeah. Detroit, I think, are another one of those. Um, uh, they're better at home. Uh, yeah, well. and better against uh, flat track bullies. They're, they're, yeah, they've true. been beaten mostly. Well, I think under five hundred. So when they keep they're teams, a bit Dolphin-esque, I believe. Yeah, when they keep teams under twenty eight, I think they're perfect. But yeah, <laughs> um, which is you know twenty eight is quite a high bar to mm-hmm. try and keep yeah. teams under. But uh, speaking of Detroit, they're currently in the third seed, so they get Minnesota twice. In the next three weeks, either side of Dallas, so that probably eliminates. Well, they, I mean, they they just need to Detroit need to win one game to clinch the North. So, um, given that they play Minnesota twice, and Minnesota their main competitor there, uh, of course they drop both to Minnesota, and suddenly it's a. Mm-hmm. I, mean, you know, I don't think that that happens, but um, so likely that Detroit uh, win the North, and then the South, uh, Tampa Bay, in. First spot at the moment in the four seed. <laughs> well, yeah. At, so they get at home at Jacksonville against Jacksonville, at home uh, divisional matchup against New Orleans, and then at Carolina. So, well, they win two of those. Yeah, I think they win yeah. these two. They win against New Orleans, and they win against Carolina. So they could close be against Jags. nine and eight potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Should be enough to win this year. Yeah. So Philadelphia in the five seed but still in play for either the, the two or, yeah, or the one, two or three They probably. should win out against two um, games against yeah, Giants. Yeah, so and Giants, Giants, Arizona Giants. Giants. So after that like, you know, uh, brutal schedule they've had yeah, through the middle of the year, it now really lightens up. And I think against Arizona is interesting because if you recall earlier in the year, Dallas lost to 
uh, Arizona mm. being led by Josh Dobbs. Dobbs that's yeah. right. Well, that could be the difference if mm. Philly beats Arizona, Dallas lost Arizona, mm. Philly could Such end up being winning the division. Dallas could uh, be the five seed and have to yeah. go. Their, po- their run home is a lot yeah. nicer than the, the either Cowboys. way. Anyone's. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I think whoever ends up with that five seed. Roles, you know, the yeah. NFC South yes. uh, champion. Okay. It's just more than having to go in the road week two of the playoffs. That's mm-hmm. probably the bigger um, worry. And so the Rams in the sixth seed, uh, having already played and won mm. and, and being on that stretch, they now uh, finish with two away games at Giants at San Francisco. So should they probably we? should win that Giants game yeah. and then Tough. hope. And then hoping San Fran rolls it's gonna, out. It's yeah. going to depend on the game situation. Yeah. But, I mean, they could also maybe not need to win that. They could still get in uh, being nine and eight. Uh, Minnesota, as we alluded to, they played Detroit twice and then Green Bay. So they're I currently the seventh like, seed, seven I feel and seven. Like they're going to get eliminated. And then the question is who of these four would – Get in there because I don't like these four. I'm probably so actually they, thinking the Hawks. Yeah, so Seahawks. On, Seahawks. Yeah. on the outside looking in are Seattle, New Orleans, Atlanta and Green Bay. So probably mm. New Orleans and Atlanta are in the picture because they're in the south. Yep. So, yep. so you think they probably in the play to get to win the south, not necessarily to get a wild card. Mm. Um, and then yeah, Green Bay would have to win out against Carolina, Minnesota, Chicago, which not – not impossible, not impossible. As we've two away. Highlighted too. They've two um, this is the Minnesota will be against, a tough game. Uh, lesser competition, so yeah, um, yeah. I think a bit more interest, a bit more intrigue in the wild cards in the AFC, yeah. and the interest I think certainly around Philadelphia, Dallas, and San Francisco for mm-hmm. who wins the East and who gets one seed, because mm. um, you, you really see the the you know Detroit have been. Good. I think they probably win a home playoff game uh, against whoever is a wild card, and then if they have to travel to San Francisco, travel to Philadelphia or mm. Dallas, you probably don't see them winning no. that. So, so you, the NFC Championship is probably going to be between San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Dallas. Two of those three. Yep. Um, yeah, we're I think in the AFC, much more open. Yeah. You know. Baltimore, Kansas City, Miami, uh, you know, even Jags have proved that they can beat a few of those elite teams. So, um, and then you know, Browns with their defense are very frisky. Um, so they rule out yeah. Buffalo. Mm. Don't, well, true. As a field goal goes through to make it a yeah. two-point game, kicker, the kicker gets his yeah. fourth field goal. <laughs> yeah. So the best name in football. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they could, and you know. Chargers fired their coach this week. Yeah, science, they drew a win. Science would say they they win this game. So, <laughs> um, yeah, was that 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 was uh, that was coming very quickly after their performance last week, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure, everyone kind of knew that um, after they had sixty three dropped in them by a team that couldn't score a point the week before. That uh, <laughs> the coach wasn't lasting long. So. It's interesting that uh, Kelly Moore turned it down the interim because um, he okay. he didn't want to hurt his chances for a head, head coaching. Right. Team. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and you know, considering they're not starting Herbert, uh, Keenan Allen's out. Like yeah, you know, Eckler's but looked cooked this year as well. Yeah, so. really pushing it uphill to finish uh, finish the season well. 
Feeding Buffalo will help Denver's chances. So go the Chargers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that? That's I NFL. That's NFL. Yeah. Go ra- some rambles. Let's do it. Curry. Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely. So mm-hmm. he's indefinitely five games. Is it 25? Who knows? Yeah, no decision as mm. yet. Did hit uh, Yusuf Nurkic. Last week we did mention that on the pod, but the uh, decision hadn't been handed down just yet from the NBA. This is the sixth time that he's been suspended in his career. Mm-hmm. That's uh, f- five times now from the NBA, once from the Warriors. It's only last month that he caught five weeks uh, for the fight with the T-Wolves and then outside of that just been one game here and there. Uh, he's a good player, obviously. Mm-hmm. He needs to sort out some of the brain fart stuff, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, some of the antics. And we we talked about uh, how the NFL's kind of trying to push out, you know, some of that visuals uh, and, you know, fighting, hitting, whacking, mm-hmm. um, uh, kind of – Using some AFL, reminiscent of Barry Hall here with the, the spin mm, around true. and throw yeah. a right hook. That's not a bad uh, comparison. Yeah, uh, Barry's was a lot better connection. Than that is yeah. my yeah. point, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, terrible brain fade and uh, I think he'll, they'll throw the book at him and he'll get a decent suspension. Um, how long that is, I'm not sure. And do the Warriors need him? That's the question because they haven't lost since he's been out. Oh, okay. So they're four, they're four and zero oh, uh, in the sort of ten days since since he's been suspended. Been the Wizards, eh? Celtics, yeah, decent. Blazers, Nets, eh? eh. Uh, Steph has been uh, very good in three of those four. Mm. It's going to be up to the young Jonathan Kaminga and uh, and Dario Saric as well. Uh, have to fill in to to play that power forward role. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they need to move on from Draymond and say spend the money elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could we could free up a little bit of space to to throw it, you know, maybe retaining one of these younger guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blokes won plenty, obviously, with the Warriors over the years, but yep. there's certainly uh, a lot going on between the years that probably needs to be addressed. Yeah, it's becoming far too frequent. Frequency of it, yeah, yeah. 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 If you look at these suspensions and how more regular than they're occurring yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah that probably, it's a no-brainer. Like just even getting tech fouled is probably not even, you know, you haven't counted the number of that times that's happening. This is just well, you know, he, getting to the times he's, mm-hmm. um, you know, being suspended, not you know, just the stupid stuff he does that can get a technical. Well, yeah. he, he actually has caught one for racking up too many techs before yeah, as well. well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Warriors need to think about what, what they want to do uh, with, with Draymond moving Whoa. forward. But, yeah, clearly uh, at least over the last week and a bit uh, have shown that they can win without him. Yeah, A team that can win with the other way around is uh, Ja Morant coming back to the Grizz. Yeah. They've uh, they've gone two and zero since he's been back. They definitely needed him. Thirty four points in the game winner versus the Pels was didn't light up the the world against Pacers, but they won. Still won. Uh, they were just about one of the worst teams in the West uh, without him, and with him they seem pretty good. So it's going to be a big part of their season. How's he celebrated the wins? Is he no behaving himself? Or? Yeah, hasn't been any pistol flashing uh, no. just yet. Mm. Yep. Uh, a few finger pistols. <laughs> <laughs> Pew, 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 Just, pew, just pew. lean into it. Like, let's go. <laughs> South Park, it was so pew, pew, pew. Uh, Josh Giddy, ankle injury, obviously a lot going on in conjecture off the court, but did roll his ankle pretty nastily uh, driving in the paint versus the Clippers. Does look like 
a run in the middle, sort of lateral ankle sprain, probably misses a few games. He's not playing against the Lakers. NBA notorious for not really going into depth uh, yeah. when, with uh, with injuries. Uh, and uh, and Wemby. Wemby is, has also sprained his ankle. He'll miss today versus the Mavs. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, in, my interesting note was uh, the Lakers haven't won a game since they won the in-season oh. tournament. Well, that means how much that shows how much the tournament means to them. Mm. You know, they, they extend, job done. They're the champions. Yeah, that's right. Got our half a mil, and yeah. see you guys later. Yeah, we'll go have a good Christmas break, and then we'll come yeah. back. You guys, have you seen um, Embiid is on a heater mm-hmm. at the moment? Um, also has an ankle concern. Yeah, yeah. but like uh, I think I saw thirteen games in a row. 30 points, 10 boards, and I think uh, Kareem holds a record for like 16 games. So he's closing in on it. I think he, with going to 13, he's like tied second place now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's now getting into, um, yeah, he's getting into kind of record uh, territory. So, uh, you know, like to, um, being Denver man, so, you know, Joker Mm -hmm. being MVP and, but yeah, this kind of stuff, you um, the MVP from last year certainly saying don't don't forget about me, and and thirty season, is season. like the the minimum from those stats. He's had yeah. a fifty burger in there. He's had multiple forties. He's had two fifty burgers, and uh, and the most important thing, only one loss. Yeah, throughout all of it, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be the two big men going head to head again for the MVP. You'd imagine Looking that way. Though I will say the Bucks though. They're on a nice uh, nine-and-one streak. Game, seven seven straight, game streak, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Giannis been Speaking good. of Giannis, yeah, as the probably the only other one that I can say throw in that MVP conversation, Luka, he's been maybe. very good. Just bring it up, Giannis's game log, it's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, I think he's had a 60 and a 50 in the last couple of weeks. One game missing against Spurs, obviously they won that pretty easily. Outside of that, these are the, uh, the efforts from Giannis in terms of uh, points and boards, 28 and 7, 37 and 10, 26 and 17, 22 and 8, 64 and 14, 32 and 12, 37 and 10. Uh, the Greek freak is playing well and the Bucks are winning. Mm-hmm. So, again, two common themes yeah, here, yeah. isn't there? When your uh, superstar plays well, yeah, you, you generally uh, win. Mm-hmm. Let's go top down here so in the, the east. Yeah, are these three kind of – Separating themselves from the yeah, rest of the pack. Yeah, uh, we spoke about it last week. I, I'd be very surprised if any of the Celtics, Bucks, or 76ers miss out on yeah. a on a home seed uh, when it comes to to May. Uh, the the big surprise has been has been the Magic uh, Heat. You can never uh, rule them out. Yeah, this, they just got to get hot and have a run. I that's think usually, it's usually the thing with that. I think they got to get hot, do they? Yes, yeah. yes, they do. They got to heat up. <laughs> uh, then this is when it starts to get interesting. Right around that. Play in sort of range. Yep. The Knicks currently sit in sixth. The Cavs uh, with without Mobley and Garland mm-hmm. is going to be difficult. Lost their last one. Pacers had a little slide, you know, mm. coming off the off the success in the tournament. Maybe uh, maybe something about the tournament takes it out of you. Yeah, yeah. Man, they're, they're, exp- mm-hmm. they're expending mm-hmm. too much energy on the tournament. Uh, Nets in ninth. Bulls have trended up with with three wins. Seven uh, and three in their last ten. And then it starts to become a bit ominous. Uh, I think once we get to the Hawks, the Raptors, the Hornets, the Wizards, and the most ominous of them all. Oh my goodness! Look the at Pistons. the look at the last twenty six there from the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons <laughs> have lost twenty six games in a row. What's Yuck. the longest losing streak? 
It's longer. We've looked yeah, this up. I, I, we have looked this up. It they, they've longer. touched it a few times. Like, it's a record they s- don't want, say they don't want, but seem to be aiming for. Man. Like, at least, like, Michigan people, at least they have, like, Michigan the wolves. Wolverines. Yeah, go, like, going well. Because, <laughs> the lines going because, well. Yeah. Well, at the moment, but they've had – Lions have had streaks oh, like this. Pistons oh, for sure. you know, in this kind of uh, you know, form yeah. at the moment. It would be tough, tough sledding uh, being a, a Detroit fan. You, you'd holding out for Michigan, Bro, Michigan football. They're so close. Really? It's only 28. I thought Ooh, it was in the 30s. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was the 76ers lost 28 uh, across yeah, the 14, 15, 15, 16 seasons. So they lose three more games and, and it's – their uh, unfortunate record. Let's have a look at their run. Pistons. Is, is there another Pistons on, on that? Uh, nothing up uh, top. It's at twenty-one games. It's mostly from mostly seventy-nine and eighty. Yeah. So they lose their next two. They tie. They lose their next three. It's uh, it's all theirs. We'll have a look yeah. at the upcoming games. Uh, it's looking pretty ominous. I did see a nice. Nice meme uh, saying if uh, you own a Pistons jersey and live in Detroit, come to practice. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, Brooklyn at home at Boston. Won't win that. Don't see him winning that. Toronto, New Year's Eve. Oh, the, the, the day before, New Year's Eve for us. So. Okay. I've got a bad feeling that this, I mean, this <laughs> losing streak will extend to 29 yeah. and the outright record will they're belong to the favorites in, Detroit Pistons. In any of them. No, 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 for no. the rest of the season, they're no. not going to start favorites in any game. But There's so much red here, so much red. They haven't won in December. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> or November. Uh, or November, <laughs> yeah. They have, they've only won in October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rough, rough. Started so well. <laughs> <laughs> Started at 500, baby. Anyways, uh, to the West. Thoughts and prayers to Detroit. Let's go over to the West. T Wolves keep on uh, uh, going over, I would think, in in terms of expectation 21 6. Uh, The Thunder, albeit uh, a few less games played, looking very good. The Josh Giddy off court stuff hasn't seemed to have affected them too much. Yeah, the Nuggets played 31 games, geez. Yeah, it's all over the place at the moment (laughs) in terms of how many games have been played. Uh, Kings sit there in fourth. Yep, pay me up. Pels are fun. We've spoken about Zion. He's back, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clippers, Mavs off the back of uh, Luca. A uh, little bit of a slide for them, uh, but they sit in seventh. The Rockets uh, still probably going overs, but maybe a little bit of a reality check as to mm-hmm. how good they can be. Yeah. Then have a look at this. Lakers, <laughs> Suns, Warriors. Warriors. Nine, as it, 10, 11. As wow. it stands. Still uh, there. It's uh, above uh, 500. Out, above 500, but out of out of the top eight, uh, Grizzlies got a lot of work to do. Uh, having Jar back yeah, helps, help. but uh, it'd be it'd be a very very difficult. Five games behind these guys, and so. then Blazers and Spurs are done. Yeah, how good the play in in the West is going to be fun. Yes, mm. oh yeah, especially these three are, uh, in this space. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, a tough uh, run in the end there. That's it for NBA. Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, Dick of the kicker kicked another field goal for his fifth to take the lead in that. So Chargers have a lead. Yeah, yeah. Science. A James Cook fumbled. Science. Uh, it's science. Safety so, coach win. Yeah. Three minutes to go. Uh, third and eight. This will big, be a big third down because they can't mm. kick a field goal from there. All right. This will play out live on the SQ. Right. Round ball to round ball. Let's go. Good take. Go to Diggs. See! <laughs> 
Uh, there's a few teams that could have gone top of the EPL but have not been able to do it. Uh, Aston Villa having a one-all draw with Sheffield. They were lucky enough to get the, the late equaliser. Jeez, against Sheffield. Uh, Liverpool Arsenal overnight. This is battle of the of the Titans, uh, top of the table kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Liverpool really probably should have won this. Uh, Trent Alexander Arnold hit the crossbar on a massive. So uh, they drew, did they? Yeah, they drew one all. It, it was it was like four on one on the counter. Probably should have scored a multitude of ways. Weren't able to do it. Good game though. Uh, that's probably the two best teams in the league at the moment. Spurs having a win against Everton. They sneak back into the uh, the top four with Man City having a game in hand. Uh, Everton, as it stands, if they had not been docked their ten points, would be above. Uh, above Brighton uh, and just behind Manchester United. So certainly playing overs as to uh, where they were last year. Uh, a lot of it recently has kind of been Tottenham sort of working their way back into yeah, form. Some form. And, and City. Three, three wins on the trot. Yep. Three wins on the trot and uh, and City just drawing a little little bit too frequently. Harlan still injured for them? or is he Harlan not back just yet. Uh, I'm not sure what the next 24 hours is looking like. He did have a so foot Their foot game injury. was postponed. Yeah. No why? Or? Uh, no. Sometimes inclement weather. Yeah, uh, okay. let's, let's have a look. Yeah, because they, they were meant to play overnight and uh, there has been no results. So have a look at the, at the City news uh, overnight. Uh, I, I don't need to have a look at this Socceroos uh, upcoming because – there's an Asian Cup happening in mm-hmm. less than three weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not far. Not far away at all. It's the 2023 uh, Asian Cup. What's <laughs> uh, one of those ones? I don't know. COVID affected or whatever. But it's going to actually be in in January. Where's yeah. it? Where's it being played? Uh, we don't have a guess. Mm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Qatar. Yeah. Yeah. No, they got, have the infastructure. You've got yeah, the, the infrastructure. infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Might as well use Dan them. Andrews, take note. <laughs> uh, it's going to be in Qatar. It kicks off on the 12th of, of January, so mm-hmm. it's just around yeah, the corner. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, our our run in in Asian Cup since 2015 when we won it uh, in terms of qualifiers and, and our performance in 2019 lacked a little. It's probably been a fair changing of the guard since then as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking, looking at this side, you've got your sort of your staples in in Matt Ryan, Aziz Beige, Harry Suter, uh, Jordan Boss. We've spoken about him on the podcast. Got a got a massive uh, contract to go over to Belgium. Jackson Irvine, uh, and then up front is probably where we're lacking a little bit, and a few sort of A League kind of stalwarts uh, in in Mitch Duke, who's over over in Japan yep. now, Martin Ball and the like. I'd be very, very surprised if if we made the final. Mm-hmm. I think quarterfinals would be a good run. Semifinals would be overs, and final would be extreme. Japan looking like uh, the the outright the, the uh, mm. yeah outright um, favourites to win this, and and Qatar at home uh, certainly could trouble a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it will be there. Will be competitive um, as we always are. Uh, yeah, but winning it. We need a good run, I think. Yeah, get some momentum to better. Yeah, group stage. who's in our group? Let's have a look at the at the groups. We have uh, a pretty recent. I think we've get out of the group here. Uzbekistan of <laughs> Borat's enemy fame, <laughs> uh, Syria and India. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. Not the Australia India that that <laughs> probably, gets people excited. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I think the group should should be no dramas. It's it's more this 
this back end uh, yeah. and playing playing in the those difficult conditions in Qatar. Uh, the, the Saudis will be hard to beat. Iran will be hard to beat there, and then you you can never um, rule out Japan and Korea. Um, but in terms of a group sort of thing, yeah. Look, if we don't get out of that group, then there's, <laughs> there's serious problems. Yeah. That all kicks off January twelve, so so not long to go uh, for the for the sucker rules. Yep. Let's talk a little bit of rugby league. It is off season, but there's a few stories to talk about. Yeah, there's a few stories. <laughs> AFB, Sean, the big one, and uh, from left field, the Sharkies come in and get his signature after it was Dragons, Dragons. Yeah. I got my hopes up. Uh, a bit of Tigers, <laughs> but I think last week we said the Tigers have pulled themselves out of the race, um, and the Sharks have come in and um, put a deal down. I couldn't find a dollar figure, but it was a four year deal, so yeah. assuming he's getting good money there. Um, and I think is this kind of like a direct Fafita replacement because Fafita was kind of on his way out last year yeah. and he didn't play a whole lot. Um, Maybe like eighteen months post sort of yeah. Fafita kind of thing. Yeah. So this is twenty twenty five, right? He's yeah, comes away from. Yes. He's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so he'll play out. Um, but a big question of whether he does what uh, uh, Jerome is doing at the moment. Early release, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, but, doesn't show but, up to training. Rumored, rumored. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably I'll use that as my segue. That's been the news. He hasn't there in their off-season program. Um, he did, basically once they made the news and it was leaked that it, he told the team he was going, and they said we hadn't signed officially. He hasn't been to Panthers' facilities since then. Um, kind of writing on the wall that maybe he's either not happy with that situation, or. You know, this trade swap deal that we've been talking about leading up to it, maybe the Tigers get something done and he's in uh, Tigers' colours for next season. I don't think it's the perfect comparison either because everything I'm reading is like, yep, Luai, good chance, playing mm. West Tigers this year. Yep. AFB came out, was on the, the news yeah, I'm staying over in New Zealand. I'm here this year and yeah. then, then I need to go yeah. home. But so, things change so very, very quickly yeah. if they can no, get something happening. Yeah. happening. Yeah, who's who's on the sharks that they could flick over to, to New Zealand? But would be interested going in terms of swaps. It, it, yeah, it's it's very different to go from uh, West Tigers to Penrith than it is to go from the Cronulla to. Torquay, in terms so. of moving, yeah, yeah. In terms of the business of the game, yes. Then the Luai swap. Who mm-hmm. the Tigers got that the Panthers would want? Yeah, I think the Clem has been floated around there. Send Appy back. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I don't think they're going to get rid of Appy. Yeah. Panthers are really doing something well. If they, if yeah. they maybe someone in their that. in their back line, so an up and comer, you know, yeah. uh, who knows, some cash. Not Tom, that much. Tom Dearden re-signs with the Cowboys. Yep, spurring the, the Dragons. They were for hot on him. Uh, so so missed out on two. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, and then they went and signed uh, that young fella because Junior got his um, contract torn up as Wh- well. Which the writing's been on the wall for quite yeah. some time yeah. uh, for Junior mode. Yeah, I don't remember who was the, the – they signed a young bloke from New Zealand, the Dragons, to kind of fill in their uh, halves, um, halves and back line a little bit because, yeah, they'd missed out on a couple of guys that they were uh, targeting for a spot. But uh, Tom Dean staying at the, at the Cowboys, they'll build, try to build around him long term I think as well um, as kind of their main half uh, in that team. Ronald Volkman uh, on the Warriors, yeah. uh, who has played a little bit of first grade, uh, hard to get a look in when when SJ is playing, yep. playing as well as he does. Yeah, uh, so the, it's I don't think it's conf- it's reportedly kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, might be employing his services uh, as as soon as two thousand twenty four. Yep. 
And the final bit of sad news uh, yeah. during the week, um, Cowboys and Eels forward, he, I think played for Brisbane a bit as well, uh, Carl Webb uh, passed away at the age of 42 um, after battling motor neuron disease um, for I guess the last five or six years. So, uh, Which is unfortunate for the, the wrecking ball that was Carl Webb, played a bunch for Australia and Queensland, um, well loved up up north. So yeah, well, uh, Carl Webb. Love to watch him uh, as a youngster and love to hate him as a, mm-hmm. as a New South Wales mm-hmm. man. Uh, s- certainly very, very tough competitor on the field and it just goes to show that, you know, these kind of progressive illnesses, they, they take no prisoners. Yeah. And uh, it's the same thing that, that Neil Danaher has, mm-hmm. been, has been fighting for, for, for so long, uh, you know, with the, with the AFL comparison there and uh, gone way too young. Oh, definitely. Just, to yeah, a couple of kids, yeah, which is so tough, especially leading up to so tough. So, thinking of uh, of the Webb family through this through this tough time, uh, but will de- certainly be remembered for for his grit and uh, and and toughness. Uh, I think mostly as a, as a maroon, really. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah, that's de- that's when he sold the, the big wrecking ball. Yeah, yeah, de- know, definitely so. accomplished with the with the Bronx uh, and Cowboys and and very end of his career at Parramatta there. But uh, my memories of, of Carl Webb uh, are certainly uh, as a New South Welshman, you know, the, the bloke that you wouldn't want to get into, uh, yeah, get definitely. into it with on, on the field uh, when it comes to state of origin. So, so Val Carl Webb. Mm-hmm. That was it really for the NRL as we're yep. in the off season. Uh, I think we're going to the final rounds, but the, the Bills, uh, last play for them, they've got to kick this field goal to take the lead. And I think and that'll that leave, called back. leave about 30 seconds on the clock for the Chargers to get away. What happened to that Shakir touchdown? I was sort yeah. of. Uh, he was down. They, His knee. He was. Knee it was touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah, there was like one or two frames where the, he was touched and his knee was down at the same time. So, yeah, big kick coming here. Not a heap of UFC to talk about. Uh, we will get into some upcoming uh, yeah. cards. Really, only had fights announcements this week. I think they're bigger. It was boxing. Yeah, the day of reckoning. The day of reckoning. Of reckoning. <laughs> uh, some big heavyweight fights. Um, oh, what's the Australian? I think Jai, the Australian cruiserweight, mm-hmm. uh, had a huge knockout. First round, wasn't it? Yep. Nice. Um, massive knockout, and he uh, kind of keeps pushing his um, credentials uh, ahead uh, as a champion. So it'd be good to see him go up and get some uh, tough challenges as well. But the big one was the heavyweights. We're talking about Wilder and uh, Anthony Joshua uh, not fighting each other. Um, mm, fighting others. Yes, fighting others. And uh, Wilder got um, Joseph Parker and was be- beaten pillar to post. One judge had every round for Joseph and a couple, I think, probably felt sorry for him <laughs> and gave him a couple rounds. But, yeah, Joseph Parker uh, like, hit him with some really good shots in, in this as well. Um, but, you know, Kind of sends himself back up to the top of the the heavyweight division. I think he's only lost three or four fights in his career. So um, the Kiwi will be back up there in the conversation for a potential big fight title fight coming up. Good on him. Yeah, it's massive. For you know, we've seen over the last few mm. years the the rise of Volkanovski and Adesanya mm. and what that's meant in the UFC for yeah, the for, for to, the to an yeah exactly yeah, yeah. the the Anzac fighters. Uh, it's a it's a big one for Joseph Parker. I think Samoan born, but yep. but raised out of Auckland, uh, and yeah, really throwing his hat in the ring now with a with a comprehensive victory there against uh, against Deontay Wilder. Can, can you f- just look up his record for me? Because mm. um, he was on the ascendancy and then he got derailed a little bit. So um, I would love to know who he lost against. Because I think they threw maybe it was Anthony Joshua. That might be an 
interesting conversation because um, they threw him in there and they, they, the, the conversation then ended up being maybe it was too early. We rushed him too quickly. Um, so it's good to see him go away and have a work and come back. Lost to Joe Joyce. Yeah. Who is his, his other losses recent up the top? Uh, you know, you are right. Yeah. Back yeah. in 2018. You got Anthony Joshua. And, his first. And it was a Dylan White yeah. was there. So, yeah, yeah two, two big, big names. Big names there. That kind of sent him off there. Had to go back and do his work and work his way back up. And um, what's he gone there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, ten and one, one since, since then. Since then. Yep. Yeah. And now I've got a massive win here over another big name in Wilder. That'll put him straight back in the conversation. But thinking, speaking of Anthony Joshua, he also was on this card taking on the Swede Wallen, I think is his name. Um, got it done in five rounds. Um, got out there the the um, corner uh, for Wallen through in the towel. Uh, his nose was basically broken and Joshua looked really, really good. Gets a good win here. But I guess the fallout is probably the more interesting thing because the, the mega fight that was signed by all accounts ready to go for Wilder versus um, Joshua uh, is now – of course, been canned with Wilder's loss uh, and Wilder probably going to take some time off in the interim, uh, which then Francis Ngannou gets thrown into the conversation mm. a little bit after his really good showing um, uh, there against, well, arguably potentially won that fight um, against Fury, puts his name out there and his coach was saying, let's have a two-fight um, contract, let's do one in Saudi Arabia and do the other one in Africa, which I think would be uh, excellent. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's... Opens up the heavyweight division yet again for um, potential other fights. And I guess Uzcek on the sidelines, not sure who his dance partner is going to be mm. going forward. As the Bills could have almost iced that game. Yeah, one second to go. One second ago. Third and Huge. 19. They need a touchdown. I think they can't. No, they're not getting that. Yeah. yeah. One hell of a hell, Mary. Do you want to talk uh, UFC upcoming? Yeah, and well, I guess we're finished there with the announcements. Uh, UFC 298 is the next one coming up, I think. Or Yeah, we've had mm-hmm. – no, have we had 97? 96. No, 97 is the next one. Yeah, that, that's the January one. Yes, yeah. And then 98, uh, Robert Whittaker and Paul Acosta has been rebooked. So they'll get their run around. Uh, and Jeffrey Neal versus Ian Gray also rebooked um, for UFC 298. Uh, UFC 299 gets MVP. Uh, Michael Van Page joins the UFC after being in a whole bunch of other organisations. Um, well known there for the hardcores. We'll get uh, The Mouth and Kevin Holland. Um, <laughs> and they are very comparable kind of in size and fighting style. So I think that's an excellent matchup. Cool. That would be a really good fight. And then UFC 300 is the big one. Mm. Um, and a lot of rumours going around. But they have announced three fights, three pretty good ones. Um Pepe, do you want to do the, the heavyweight boy? <laughs> Eastern Europeans. Uh, yeah, yes. Yuri Prohaska is taking on Alexander Rakic in uh, light heavyweight. Aljo, uh, mm-hmm. Aljamain Sterling takes on Calvin Kate. So some Kaders there. And uh, Bo Nickel uh, takes on Cody Brundage. Yes. Uh, that's announced so far. Yeah, see if Bo Nickel can run through yet another competitor there in the middleweight division. And then the rumours floating around at the moment is Tom Aspen, the <coughs> interim heavyweight champion, taking on Alex Pereira. That would be huge if that's on the same card. Yeah. Uh, as the, the Bills are... Still defending this. We're, we're down to about four or five laterals so far. Playing some schoolyard. That was that's that's a forward that's pass, a play. bro. And yeah. game over. No. So, yeah, the, if – so that would be Alex Pereira coming up to the heavyweight division mm-hmm. to be a three-division t- champion in the UFC, which would be the first 
Uh, he, he can fight at heavyweight. Yeah, he, he walks around at 220 yeah. and, yeah, I don't think it would be too hard for him to be at 230-ish um, for this. Um, Tom will still be significantly bigger than him but uh, uh, he'll be um, competitive, I think, in that. And I think the storyline is can he be a three-division champion um, and then that also potentially Pereira, John Jones, uh, line that up for the future as well. But a UFC 300 there, this is the, the card they're all talking about. Uh, building as uh, you know, the mega one is Connor fighting on it. Who he's fighting mm. is Nate Diaz going to come back and fight on this? You know, Gagey and Chandler have had their names thrown out as comp- competition on that. I don't think it'll have a title fight on it. Maybe the BMF belt will be on the line. <laughs> um, Probably doesn't need a title fight, but yeah, I think they're going to have a whole bunch of really interesting fun fights on it. So some of the UFC 300 announcements coming out, uh, and that's that's fighting news. Just back to 297, that is uh, Strickland versus Duplessis. See? So yeah. after, after the, the last preview, card, yeah, yeah. Very, that already? Very, <laughs> very uh, enticing. Uh, so that's uh, Man, January 20th. It's five on two blocks and he didn't take any of it. Righto, Steamer, it's been a pleasure. Always uh, an honour and a privilege to have you on the podcast. Uh, we'll take a break now for a couple, couple of, weeks. of weeks. See you all in the new year. See you all in the new year. We may have Monkey Magic back from paternity mm-hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, yeah, we've got plenty to talk about in 2024. Yep. Obviously, we will have the answer to who replaces Dave mm. Warner as yeah. the opener moving yep. forward. Uh, we'll see the this Playoff picture, picture uh, unfold, yeah. and you know, will the 49ers, uh, you know, live up to the live mm-hmm. up to the hype? Mm-hmm. Will it be Brock Purdy uh, that that takes the MVP uh, as Mr. Irrelevant? That's a huge story mm-hmm. in itself. Yep. Oh yeah, NBA will be getting more towards the business end. Yeah, post Christmas, that's where we. <laughs> that's all. Start this chat. Um, EPL Asian Cup to keep an mm-hmm. eye on, and uh, and looking forward to that UFC two nine seven. Thank you to anyone that has listened to the podcast during the year. We have appreciated it. Uh, Please do, if you are finding us for the first time, check us out on social media. We have Instagram, we have Twitter, we have Facebook. You can hit that subscribe button here on YouTube. Uh, Hopefully it's a lovely uh, time of celebration for you uh, with your family and loved ones over the Christmas break. Take care of each other. Uh, and we'll see you in 2024 on the Esky. Yep. Bye. Bye.